Welcome to Previously Recorded. I am your host, RP, as always. And this episode of Previously Recorded was brought to you by Totally Tease. If you need a shirt and you don't have one, call Totally Tease. They'll get it done. Hey, there you go. Perfect for every occasion. Christmas is over. We know you got that extra money. Come and buy some t-shirts for your honey. Let's go. All right. Can we come up with one for a stimmy? Yeah, I got the stimulus check, too. You know that stimulus is in your pocket. So uh, buy a T-shirt and blow your brains out. All right, uh, Totally Tease has got it for you. That's the Totally Tease motto. That's the big motto. We've got it on a shirt. If you want that on a shirt, yeah, call Jack at Totally Tease. He's there for you. (laughs) Hope you all had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, I know that for some listeners out there, you had a very special Happy Christmas Day by listening to a podcast uh, that we recorded day of. It was a live podcast. It was crazy. Yeah. We were actually recording while you were listening. Yeah, yeah while you were listening. While Santa was dropping. No, um, no matter what time you listened. No matter what time you listened. That's also when we were It was a Christmas miracle. Even if you listened to it the next day, we were still it, recording. It doesn't that. matter when you listened. We were recording. As long if as you, you listen to it tomorrow, we were recording <laughs> as, at the same time. As long as there was no chocolate involved, you were good. But if you spent your holiday with us, we thank you and hope you had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And Santi brought you everything that you wanted this and year. if you didn't spend your holiday with us, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. uh, Belgium. To this one. I will say the Belgium listener, staying golden, man. It's one person in Belgium, constant. If you're listening to this, this reach Belgium out listener, to us. we know you listen. Please reach we got out. It. It, it, we want, here's the problem. We this, want to send you gifts. This guy only listens to the first six minutes because he loves the totally tea jingle. <laughs> so we got it. We got to talk to him prior to that. We what's, do. Yeah, we do. That's what we have. So to here we go. Here we're at. If Belgium listener from Germany, reach out. Previously are at gmail.com. Heading, just put your city. Mm-hmm. We'll get you on the podcast, man. We just want to talk to you. We have talked to all of our other top fans. You're the one that's still out there. You can pick the topic. Uh, I hope they have good Belgium chocolate. We can talk about that. We can that. talk about waffles. We can talk about waffles. Um, Strutel, <laughs> Hansel and Gretel, the list goes on. Big Belgium waffles guy. But before we do that, we need to welcome in our fourth chair. Our Marvel, third chair. Our third chair. Marvel. And our fourth chair, <laughs> Shane, is here. We're just fucking up big time. Third chair, Marvel, welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm, ton- I'm done saying welcome back uh, because you're just welcome every week. When we pay the SoundCloud uh, fee, we'll Venmo you, so you're included in that too. <laughs> yeah, when we get some new microphones, make sure he pays up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to pay up for our three microphones. What's going on, man? Did you have a nice holiday? Yeah, it was great. Um, it was just one of those quiet holidays. I mean, it's just a weird year, so it was just a very – I don't know. Everyone's in the same boat. It was just a – kind of stayed in and spent time with my wife and kid and that was kind of it my wife my wife well well, i know what you probably did to occupy your time on christmas day but we'll get to that later but before that um what's going on guys anything new that we want to talk about is there anything new any any news marvel that you may want to share uh is back hold on hold on Legal investigation continues. Let me find a text I sent you guys. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. So for those that have been listening to every single podcast in the month of December from us, there's probably been a Cryborg update um, about- It's literally December. been every episode. I think every episode we talk about- <laughs> 
Well, yeah, we're, we're leading up. This this is, idiot. It's called bringing attention and bringing in uh, and, and, and hyping something up because we're going to have live Snyder Cut. Yeah. Pockets, so, so we have to get all kind of the all the intrigue around. <laughs> Who it. would I mean we're edging. We're edging We are edging into into Snyder Cut. Into the Snyder Cut. Um which but, doesn't have anything to do with your asshole. But it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh but, Marvel doesn't understand what's going no, on. He we'll, we'll, I, do. we'll, I know edging is. <laughs> yeah, I know you know what edging is. Everybody knows what edging is, except apparently Aldrich. So Aldrich <laughs> So for those who don't know, edging is when you kind of Let's you know, not explain what edging is. Just yeah. Google it. Let them, yeah. let them look it up. But yesterday we were edging. Uh, we painted the podcast studio, and uh, we were edging the new studio. The new studio, the new one. The old tenant was the real pain in the ass. The one in Alaska, um, and we were edging. And I said something about edging, and Archer was like, "I like said something in terms of eating ass," and I was like, "That's not what edging means." <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, silly, silly rabbit. Yeah, but anyway, we're going to edge into the Snyder Cut. We will send out a live Zoom feed uh, for the Snyder Cut, um, which is going to be either great or terrible. I don't, I don't really know. Uh, for our sixty listeners out there, they might enjoy it. They might enjoy it because we certainly won't. <laughs> but anyway, Marvel, fill us in on the latest breaking news from the Snyder Cut. So, uh, the latest Ray Fisher news. That he said he will not work with DC Films president Walter Hamada. He says he's an enabler because of, I guess, what was going on in the Justice League set. No one knows because still, even after the investigation, there's no real news or anything has come out from it besides him tweeting the clap emoji and <laughs> say it was a success. But all right, so. This and so th- then I started to so Marvel sends us that information, so I started to do some research because I really hadn't been following it. I was just like this, like Ray Fisher seems like kind of a, like a dick to be honest, and we talked about that. I think we talked about that on literally the last podcast about how it just seemed like he didn't understand what how it was like works. to be on a movie set. Yeah. <laughs> so then I find a thing, and I this, so this is the quote from the article that I was reading. I don't remember which article it was exactly. But it's talking about the interactions between uh, Ray Fisher and uh, Whedon. This is in their July conversation, meaning, and that's this is the conversation between Fisher and the guy who's in charge of what are they? Uh, Warner uh, Brothers, DC, DC, or Warner Brothers? Who's the guy he won't work with? He's a, he's uh, a DC Studios. DC. He's at a DC's. All right, film president. Okay, so this is the conversation that Fisher had with the film president, not with Whedon. In the July conversation, Mr. Fisher recounted disagreements he'd had with the film's creative team regarding his portrayal of Cyborg and complained that his suggested script revisions were not adopted. <laughs> so basically, he's bitching because he didn't like how the movie looked and they didn't immediately cut everything that they were going to do and say, you know what, Ray Fisher, you're in charge. <laughs> the biggest thing we talk about every time is that nobody else has come out and spoke out because... well. We did say Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot said yeah. that she yeah. she she had a bad situation, or she had like a I don't know if bad situation is the phrasing, but like she she got rubbed the wrong way, and she said it. But I addressed it up front, and it yeah. was not an issue after that. Like an adult, yeah. she talked to him, said hey, and then they. I, I, yeah, I, I don't like how you're handling this. And then end of story. So who was who was rubbing her? <laughs> now that we're we're Who's talking that? about edging, I was rubbing myself. <laughs> 
you were rubbing yourself thinking yeah. about Gal Gadot. Throughout every, from Wonder from Batman versus Superman on through uh, until Wonder Woman takes her clothes off. Still waiting. <laughs> well, the, and the, if she doesn't, then I will no longer be working with this head, head of film either. Uh, and the, I'm, the, I'm drawing the line. I will strictly be working for Disney, which is owned by previously recorded. The, the yeah, but we also... Come to that is uh, that Fast and Furious movie where she's in like a bikini. I know, but she wasn't, she wasn't as Gal Gadot as she is now no. in that movie. She's, so, a lot, she's a lot skinnier. You're oh, right. another, another part of this Ray Fisher thing is, though, I, th- I think uh, his anger toward this guy is because uh, Hamada tweeted out in a New York Times interview that the Snyder Cut is basically a waste of time. <laughs> he said really? it was he said it was the quote is a storytelling cul-de-sac with no link to DC's upcoming projects and that Snyder is not involved in the studio's future. So so basically, here this is one and done. Like this isn't anything he does in this movie isn't but, going forward. But that it's so it's funny cuz then I started to look into Zack Snyder cuz I was like what the fuck cuz he just came out about his all the articles were like his stance on Marvel and DC mm-hmm. and all this stuff. So I look, and he, he wasn't like saying one's better than the other, which I can respect at least that much. Mm-hmm. But his mentality and the way that he kind of like explained why DC movies haven't really lived up to what Marvel has done is that he said DC already had like standing versions of things that they had to deal. He's like, well, if we had just thrown the Flash in, they would have been like, well, this isn't our Flash or this isn't this, this isn't our Batman because the Nolan versions existed. Which I call bullshit on, yeah. Because you're already creating a universe. You still brought in a new Batman. At no point is that Batman being yeah. affiliated with the Nolan Batman, and it still wasn't a good Batman. Even though I did like Batfleck, I just didn't were, like the movies he was in. And there were already three versions of Batman before that. Yeah. So like, like his like, argument, the, Bat, the Batman Begins, was still successful. <laughs> like his his argument was like when I was making Man of Steel and uh, Justice League and, and Batman vs Superman there were also animated versions of things and those characters aren't interrelated. So like what we needed to do was to build up each character individually. He basically said that they need to do what Marvel did without saying that Marvel did it. See, Which, that, that doesn't make sense because there's animated versions of everything Marvel. I know. It's just not as good as the DC. Yeah, animated just, stuff. DC just has a weird, they're, they're just not fun movies they're just dark and like grim Which, and i don't want I, I they're just not fun like i don't want to sit down and watch that sometimes exactly even with the first wonder woman that i love i don't remember really sitting down and re-watching a movie where i watch these marvel movies multiple times it's just they're not fun like they're they're and i do like man of steel i i so it's not i don't hate Zack snyder i like man of steel i know a lot of people don't but i personally do and for a while, I did like Green Lantern. And that was my exposure to Green Lantern and why he's one of my favorite superheroes stemmed from that film. And I know that that movie's not good. I know it's not a good movie, but I personally enjoy it for the things that it does right, um, which opening up for the rest of the episode, that there are still good things in bad films, which everybody knows. But you're right, they're not fun. And then I just don't know. I just feel like they're, it's the constant apology for DC not being Marvel, but they are, but the people are always like, we're better than Marvel, but we're not as good. Like, we're not there. Like, that's just my thing with Before you even get into that, like, they don't have to be fun for me to enjoy them, though. Yeah, that's Marvel's shtick, right? They can balance the funny Mm -hmm. and the serious. I will watch every Christopher Nolan Batman movie repeatedly 
I don't know that I laugh at any of those You're films right. ever. You're right. There's, some, there's some, some, a couple lines here and there. Alfred has a couple, like, little jabs that but, are kind of funny. Yeah. You're right, because I am very much a dark and gritty part. Like, I like dark and gritty things. I'm like, they don't okay. have to be fun. Yeah. They, they should have fun elements. Mean, and I think yeah. that Wonder Woman, the original, like, the first Wonder Woman, probably does that better than anything else because – Chris Pine is good at doing that like comedic yeah. relief type stuff where he'll, it might just be a line here or there, but it's something where it's like, all right, that's kind of like you, you yeah. chuckle or you're like, uh, and it like lightens everything a little bit. Which yeah, is I why don't... I do like Marvel movies because there is a, there's a a hundred percent, there is a formula, but yeah. each film does feel different. Like Captain America winter soldier is very much a gritty film to me. Like not as dark, but it's a gritty film. It's a more serious film. But, like, that is why I, uh, Batman vs. Superman is what it is, but that's why I like the Batman aspect of Batman vs. Superman because Snyder gets, to a degree, to a degree, gets Batman. He doesn't get Bruce. He gets Batman. And except no, for the killing I, stuff. I was going to say, no, he doesn't because he had him kill somebody, like, yeah. immediately. <laughs> and he was like, oh, whatever, fuck that. Like, that's why I said to a degree. Um, but his, like – the action and the, the tone of Batman, I thought, and that's all. And Warner Brothers should have just let him make the Dark Knight Returns because that's all he wanted to do. Mm. And I feel like we would be in a completely different level with DC. Stand alone. Here's your mirror. That's, that's exactly how he sets it up to be, and then it's just. Not. That's what he. He said that's what he wanted to do, yeah. and DC was like, no. So he did Batman vs Superman and brought him in that way, and we could have just been looking at a completely different universe, like Justice League. To me. Justice League's an enjoyable film for me personally. The Whedon cut. I like the Whedon cut. And I like, I think Whedon's the reason why I like that movie because he cut out all the bullshit. So I think a lot of people that don't like Justice League don't like Aquaman. And I hate Aquaman the film. I did not like that film at all. I thought it tried to do too much. But I, I do enjoy, that, that's the thing that frustrates me the most with DC. <clears throat> they, their casting is well done. Mm-hmm. I liked Momoa as Aquaman. I love Gal Gadot. I didn't hate Ben Affleck as as at, Batman. The problem is, I think everybody. Did. I did, I don't think I ever was like against it. It's just that Ben Affleck was too well established mm-hmm. that he was going to have his haters from the from from Jump Street. Like he he was never he was never going to win that battle. Mm-hmm. But like also, but then they don't put them in good positions. Like I liked Jason Momoa. I liked Aquaman in Justice League. I liked those like comedic parts. I thought that stuff was funny. Momoa does a really good job. He does a really mm-hmm. good but job. that for a lot of people that I know that don't like Justice League, they're like, oh, I hate this yuck yuck stuff. But then you go and watch a Marvel movie, and you're like, oh, this movie's great. It's such a great like uh, mix of comedic and other stuff. And there's people that we know that I won't name on the podcast specifically who I'm thinking of who are like, oh, I hate, I hated his little like his jokes, his little his little jabs, and I'm like. Oh, but like you love that shit with Ant Man, or you, like, he doesn't like Ant Man. But you love that shit when it's happening and Thanos is on the screen. I think it's just biggest, a matter of like it's how it's timed and how it's done. And it's yeah. DC is so gritty that that shit doesn't seem like it fits at all. Like the entirety of Thor Ragnarok is just little jokes, it's a comedy thrown yeah. here or there. But it's also it's a comedy with really good action exactly. and a really good sto- and a really I, good story. I think Thor Ragnarok is up there with one of the, all right. one of the best. Pause for this. So, for those that don't know, we're celebrating Bob's birthday. Oh, Bob's birthday. And so, oh, we're, we're going to talk, gonna in talk fashion, about it. We got him some nonsense. And one of the things that I got him was a Four Loco Sour Apple that he has to drink <laughs> while we record. You so, so, I'm just now cracking it. How deep into the recording are we? Do we know? Probably like 10 minutes. Uh, 
all right. So we might, some people and this is got him such a bid. Like you could have got him like the gold logo for it. one dollar. I do like Apple stuff. I don't know the latest time I had. I don't know if I want to drink twenty five ounces of sour. Oh, never or mind. Or I, do I have to drink the whole can or just the serving size? Because the serving size is apparently only five fluid ounces. So. <laughs> The whole can. So yeah, it's a serving per container. It's four. By the end of the quarters. episode, Wonder Woman will be Wonder Woman 1984 will be Bob's favorite movie. It'll ever. be my favorite <laughs> movie, and I'll be marrying Gal Gadot by the time I turn. All right, so jump <laughs> my next back. birthday happens, jumping which back. was already my New Year's resolution anyway. Yeah, true. Jumping Mine's back to marry Chris Pine. <laughs> kind of off. I've of heard that. Kind of off of what Bob said that. There are people that it's it that's the same way that they hate DC but love Marvel, and then there's the DC fanboys that and we see extremes on. Who both won't sides. tweet me? Who won't tweet him? He's been begging I'm for. Scared. He's been begging <laughs> for it be, harder than he's been begging for Demi Lovato, and nah, she's she's done. Yeah, but um, you're right. People will sit there and and say, oh fuck this when DC does it, but then Marvel does it. It's fine, and vice versa. Which. Guys. Sides of the both sides of the coin are horrible because everybody reacts so extreme, and it's like that's why like there's people re- that are like Infinity War and Endgame are terrible movies. You don't have to like superhero movies, but you cannot sit there and say that either one of those is a terrible, terrible movie because that's just bullshit. Because they're not; they're really good films, and we're not just as fans of the movies. Critics agree too, which half the time but you the, can say fuck critics because you don't. We don't. I don't care what critics. I go think. off of the fans on. on yeah. But critics and fa- when critics and fans agree, because critics can say a movie's terrible. I forgot. I haven't had a four loco since I was like, since I think there was still cocaine in it or whatever. <laughs> oh, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It just tastes like straight alcohol. It's, it's, it's like it joyous? It's like it's like rubbing alcohol that they dropped a couple Jolly Ranchers in. <laughs> so we're in for a good podcast. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm going to drink it. But anyway, that's just more of the same that we talk about all the time on here. We like DC. I'm excited for the Batman. Of all the movies that are announced for 2021, if it ever films, the Eternals is that coming out in 2021? It's supposed to, yeah. It's supposed to. The 20, the Eternals is my top, but right under that is the Batman. I'm so excited for the Batman. Dude, like as as much as I love shitting on DC because the live action movies just suck. I want them to be good so bad. I like DC characters more. Every yeah, everything everything animated that DC puts out is incredible. Especially they just can't get it right live action. Story. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that's... Yeah, we talk about it every time. still great we, porn. We don't want these movies to fail. Like, we're fans. Exactly. Like We're fans. I want them to be good so yeah, bad. And that's and why I get, I get so frustrated with people who are like, this movie's incredible. So, like, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman 84, obviously. I'm not going to start yet. I was going to be a segue there. I, yeah. It's going to well, be my segue. I, I'll let you do your segue because you need to have a bad one. Or else it's not a previously recorded podcast. But, like... If he's not doing a bad segue. Before I'd even watch the movie on Twitter, I see like, and obviously like Pedro Pascal, like these people have to continue to hype up the movie that they're in. But there are like, people are like tweeting like this scene and this scene. And 100%, there are scenes in the film where there's messages from the film that I completely agree with. And there's things that I liked about the film. But as a whole, it's just like, you could do better. I think, and that's where we, like, that's why we get frustrated. We don't, dislike dc if anything i like dc more than marvel as far as characters as far as like comic books what yeah exactly like yeah. what they the, the collection they have to pull from well they I have like, they have batman which is the best 
whether if you don't everybody loves batman but from a comic standpoint batman has the best stories yeah dude look at all of the justice league i love reading justice league comics shane keep your clothes on we i understand <laughs> i understand that you love they just justice can't league. they can't make a good movie with the justice league and I don't that's, understand. so it's just a matter of being disappointed because it's yeah. like all right here's another and i think i'll go on record and say i like justice league it's not a fun movie. I think like, it's too long. It's not fun. I too, like it's too, it's same, under two hours. I don't think it's still too long. I don't dislike it. I don't think it's done well enough. I think that with think what they have, saved it. it could like that's my well, he, problem. Bob, they could always be better. Bob, be here's bad. the thing: all these concerns are going to go away when the Snyder cut cut comes out. That's the thing. We're so going to get the Justice so, League movie we deserve. And so let's talk about Wonder <laughs> Woman eighty four, which so the highlight of these movies is that. When we're sitting here and we're saying, oh, but we want this to be good. We want this to be good. We all love the first Wonder Woman. And we mm -hmm. want Wonder Woman 1984 to be just it as hit, good it, it did as it. the original. Wonder Woman did what none of the other DC movies did, which was it made a movie that got the character right, that got the ideas right, that gave you the, the feeling that you want to have when you're watching a Wonder Woman movie, and it did it well. And you walked away, and yeah, you had – you have complaints coming out of any movie. Like, where it's not like we're saying – there were things that I was like, ah, I don't know how that I like that. Aries was not like entirely hashed out at times. Like it was a little bit weird sometimes, but. So if you haven't understand, and I mean, if you haven't realized already, we're here to talk about Wonder Woman <laughs> 1984. Oh, uh, there's the second. All right, so Wonder Woman 1984 is Diana Prince lives quietly among mortals in the vibrant, yeah. sleek 1980s, an era of excess driven by the pursuit of having it all. Though she's coming to her full power, she maintains a low profile by curating ancient artifacts and only performing heroic acts incognito. But soon Diana will have to muster all of her strength, wisdom, and courage as she finds herself squirting, uh, squaring <laughs> off against <laughs> the <Mexico> Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? I, I missed that part. And the oh cheetah, a villainess who so possesses well so well. Oh my god! Who possesses superhuman movie. strength and agility? He's watching the wrong movie. So that's Wonder Woman. When that happened, um, it is comes from the budget of two hundred million dollars. Rotten Tomatoes score sixty-two oh, percent, right. and written by Patty Jenkins and Jeff fucking jobs produced by and this is a big one and this is where i get a little bit upset because this goes back to the ray fisher thing pad uh, jeff johns gal gadot really somebody else produce um producers have only so much but that's say. where ray fisher want he oh yeah i want to have a say in creative mm. then fucking put the money and produce the movie man which means that gal gadot had say in some of the things that happened and i felt like she had a good grasp of the character before we jump some of the things that happened so i don't think i didn't know that that she was a producer so now i feel like that's why there were so many like close-up reaction shots of her well she doesn't have that said it's bad though but still there so were the so many like the screen now there were so many like something's happening off screen and all you see is her face like doing but, a weird but screen well, all right, i so don't get the vibe from gal that, that she loves herself but mm. the screenplay plays off of okay this is where you zoom up and that's not mm. and she had nothing to do with the screenplay yeah that's the director but you can tell that she has an invested interest in this movie in this character and so she has and she i have nothing bad to say about her in this movie nothing bad i do who gail yeah 
Yeah, I think she was a little flat of all the actors in it. Like, I think Pedro, great. Chris Pine has become one of my favorite actors. Uh, Krista Wig for what she was kind of given, was great in it. I don't know. I just, I didn't feel it from Gail, especially the beginning. It. The beginning, I, I think it, like, took her a little bit to, like, get into it, just like right. the movie itself. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hold on. Well, before... I yeah, notes. I guess we should get into it. You have notes. And the first, can I say the first note? If you haven't seen Wonder Woman 84, go watch it first. Yeah, that's already, that's true. <laughs> yeah, pause. Themyscira and Ninja Warrior is what I called the opening scene. <laughs> what the fuck? I wrote, down, I wrote down, I could not care less about so this, I want, this competition. I want, I want the viewers to know, in the past, I have taken, I didn't take any <laughs> notes while I watched this film. I sat there as a first-time viewer no notes, and I put these notes together while I was crafting the episode. Um, so I, I want you to know that I went in I went in not looking to trash the movie. I went in mm-hmm. looking to enjoy and watch it like I do every other film. I, so. for the record, did the same. I, I jet, if, if we're recording and I know that we're watching a movie, I'll have my laptop and I'll like type out notes. The opening scene happens. I was like, I'm just going to watch it. I'll go off of whatever I remember. And then that turned into I, took, I picked my phone up and it, like literally in the notes of my phone. Just wrote down because I was like, "This is a funny bit." Themyscira Ninja Warrior. Yeah, because that's what it was. Like when they're running across the logs, I'm like, "This is fucking American Ninja Warrior." Like I've seen this. I've literally seen this challenge. Yeah, see, so, I usually don't take notes either, but once <laughs> that scene started, I'm like, "Dude, I really cannot care less. I have to take." And I also, in the, for the record, watched it a week after the movie came out. I'd seen how bad it was trash, and so I almost wanted to like, I want, I, I wanted to like it, and I to to an extent, I actually coming into this and we haven't decided if we liked it or not we haven't announced that but i said i said i i'm going to defend aspects of this movie i know that i will do that already and i think that that comes from the first movie being good yeah to the point where like you 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 the first thor is good the second one's not great yeah. But there's aspects of the second Thor that is are still good. Which is funny. Because Chris Hemsworth is not bad yeah, in that film. Which is what I said to Bob right before we sat down to record. I said it's the Iron Man two and three. It's the Iron Man three and Thor two effect, where the movie's not great, but you still somewhat enjoy it. So like they did a good enough job of creating Wonder Woman in the first movie, to the point where now you you fast forward. Which is my first my first note, but seventy years, right? Is that what it would be? Because about fifty. Like what, no, it was World War One. Oh, so okay. So right? Wasn't that when World War One? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's about yeah. Th- so it's about seventy years, right? But and so you fast forward seventy years, and so Marvel says like she's flat in the beginning, and I think that's kind of like the the purpose is that she's a little flat because she now is just living this like drab life. Oh, because she doesn't have Steve, she doesn't have anything, and she's just going through the motions because she's here to do her thing and kind of like protect the world. And so, like, I got that. And, they, like, they created that. They established that by having a good first movie, which is what DC has not done a good job of. So, Marvel, I agree. Marvel and I talked briefly, too, about the, the beginning of the film has no payoff. There's no, there's no point. It's the truth yeah. thing. That's all. That entire scene is the fact that Diana cheats. Mm-hmm. She falls off her horse. She doesn't hit the thing. She slides down. And then um, Robin Wright, Jenny from Forrest Gump, grabs her before she can win the competition and says, you cheated. Like, you didn't, you didn't do all, the, all the, the things that you need to do to win, so you don't get to win. See, I didn't it's, get more, that. it's more important. The, she says it. She openly no, says it. No, no, no. Like, no I know she said that. the payoff for the later of the movie? Is because it, she because says always the, the truth. The truth is what wins in the – like, the, the idea that, like, yeah, you want these things. That's why I – like, 
the idea, the message around this movie is actually, in my opinion, probably the best message that I've seen in a superhero movie. It has a better theme than more than like, oh, good triumphs over evil. Mm-hmm. It's that idea that like, yeah, we all have these things that we wish happened, right? You wish that this would to jump completely ahead to what, well, we'll get there. So you it's wish because- this, you wish that, but like, that's not yeah. the world. That's not how it goes. And so until you can accept the truth and just say, this is where I'm at and this is what I can do or this is what I'm capable of or this, like the idea, does Diana want Steve to be there? Yeah, but is Steve actually there? Like, is that really him? Is that the way that, the, that everything played out? No, that's not the truth. Which so uh, it's more more for Pedro's character because he's exactly cheap. okay. That, so, I mean, that makes, and that's why. Stuff. So that's the problem. So you pulled, do you want to get there? I've, do, yeah, we're gonna get there. I'm saying, do, like, do you want to talk about this now, or do you want to wait till we get to the end? We can wait, but uh, I'm, I'm just gonna say I pulled a Shane, and you convinced me that at least the message of this movie is very clear because I didn't, I did the not. Problem, and this that. is the problem is how the message is conveyed when you get to that point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, let's start it off. So after that, we, we just talked about that briefly. Why 1984? What's happened these last 70 years that you don't feel the need to fill in a story? I think it's cool, which is, that pissed me off. So like this could have been Stranger Things type nostalgia. There's no nostalgia. There's no music. Here's the thing that pissed. So I have this is one of my notes. They go to the gala. They go to the gala where Diana meets Steve Trevor again, which we'll get to. Like we can talk about that. But just (laughs) score wise, music wise, they they play 80s music at this gala event, which is a weird vibe. Everybody's dressed super fancy. They're playing like 80s like techno type music, and then they have the Steve Trevor like 1980s montage when he's like learning how to dress and learning how to go on the escalator and they're playing classical music yeah yep it, it like didn't fit it like vibed so wrong that was a huge fuck up where it's like this beautiful operatic music and you're like what what is happening here? and it's the perfect time to just be playing like i feel like the they play dance, the dr- dance hall days you the know only- what i mean like just like play an 80s song there it's the 1980s the only the type trailer of trailer has when they're like walking through the mall but that was like his, yeah. like, all right, we caught, we're caught up. And then it's just like the, the which visually I, I actually, the nostalgia is there. I, I think see, part of it is, hey, we don't want to have cell phones. I wrote, down, yeah, yeah. I wrote down a note for that because I wrote down old man in the mall looking at ass. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel, what were you saying? The trailer had that awesome cover of the eight. Like they could have just played that. I forget it, the song exactly. It, but. it didn't make any sense to me. It's like, hey, we want to have Kirsten Wig dress weird in mm. like 80s stuff. Which I like Kirsten Wake in this. I, one of my notes is I want to so work at a museum. Kristen, Kristen, apparent, Kristen Wake. Is it Kristen or yeah, all right, Kristen, Kristen Wake? All right. I, I, one of my notes is I want to work at a museum because apparently it's just absolutely attractive women everywhere. So also. Gal <laughs> like Gadot and Kristen Wake both work in the same Smithsonian so, like, department. Yeah. But she's not attractive. She has curly hair and a side. <laughs> detail, so. And glasses. Yeah. She wears glasses oh, and her hair's in a bun. She's not it's a classic, not on our team yeah. movie. Detroit. Can't walk in heels. Look she's out. wearing. She, she has glasses on. So the, also, another, another part of this is that the period accuracy was. I think you mentioned, Marvel, the, the Apple computer Holy being shit. in color. And then uh, my grandpa, I watched the movie with my grandpa, and he said that the turnstiles didn't come in into, like, they're in one of the buildings. I think Maxwell Lord's leaving the building mm-hmm. after he grants the wish to the one person. And there's a there's a keypad turnstile. And he said those didn't come into play until, like, the mid-90s. And it's and like, even, you can't even. 
yeah like in the like you said at the end like spoiler he just per- broadcast every tv and it's like the first apple computer which was green on a green screen like all it was is text and his face is on there in full color like it was a hd tv yeah it's impossible i know it's magic but <laughs> i hate the ending but um there's okay. a lot that I didn't like, but there's. Oh, there, I have so many problems with the ending, but I guess we can. Let's save start at the beginning. So, Wait, so before we get to that, before we get, let's go in. Let's go in order because I already want to jump to the ending, but I don't so, want to do that yet. One, one more thing quick, that I really need to talk about. I, I wrote it down. Note. No, I needed to talk about it. One more quick One more quick note, and then I'll get to you. All right. But I need to talk. The about opening it. scene after the famous gear, the opening scene on Earth, felt to me. Like Batman 1960s Adam West. The mall? The mall. The car. I like the mall a lot. You know what the mall reminded me of? And I don't know if you guys didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. It was just cheesy. I don't know if RP or Shane has seen this, but I know for a fact, just knowing how like that Marvel and I are very similar. It reminded me of the scene in First Kid. Which one's first kid? With Sinbad when he's like the Uh, the kids in the VR thing and then the guy like pre like the guy kidnaps the president's son they're like yeah. in the mall like it reminded me of that mall that that opening scene gave me hope like i I didn't mind the themiscara stuff i was like all right we're back it's just like all right they need to establish that she at one time was a kid there's some kind of message that's gonna be she needs to learn like i was fine with it it wasn't over it didn't overstate its welcome so i was like all right fine um they showed the cool gold armor that fucking comes into play later barely for two seconds and then um the, like that the gold mall. armor that gets ripped to shreds in like five yeah, seconds. Yeah, that's don't even. But the mall, the mall <laughs> scene, I was like, all right, like this is fun. She's her, she's bright, vibrant. The mall, they're showing all the cheesy '80s mall shit. She's gliding around using a rope, throwing her tiara. I was like, fuck it, Wonder Woman. The Helium. um, the tiara thing. I was like, this is cheesy, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I will agree that it it felt bright and vibrant, which the first film was bright and vibrant and i like that it was just mm-hmm. something about her like just kind of popping know. up here and there was nah, just like wink winking to the kids slime little girl i was having fun i was like all right this is cool like it's yeah, it's like it, it's not the dc and the theme, snyder thing. that's that's true it is not the dc thing but to me it felt like cwdc and i think and, that's what she's going for though like i think that's she's just, going for that donner era I like the DC TV for what it is. Like, it's not... I used to really love um, Arrow and Flash, but of of late, it's gotten really bad. But it is like... Some of their HBO shows are good, but this just wasn't... Wasn't, wasn't really what I was looking for from the big-time sequel to, like, one of my favorite superhero movies. One of the only good DC movies. Yeah. Well, you're, for, wrong. Like, you're wrong, RP. It was a great opening. I was just saying, Marvel's defense... <laughs> That, of all the notes I took, that didn't even like scratch the surface. But why, like, I'm okay. Like, someone wants to bring up this movie to me. I'm not gonna be sit there and be like, oh my god, they whatever. I like it was fine. It just gave me a very 1980s vibe. I didn't say I, I didn't say I didn't like it. I didn't say I loved it. Um, but also, this is why we watch these movies because we like different things and we talk about them. See, so it, it took a- me so long to actually watch it because of what you guys said about it. Yeah, and and I, I was it- actually surprised that you even watched it. Honestly, dude, it was so hard to to sit through and watch it. I did not want to watch it at all. I didn't see it wasn't hard for me whatsoever. I I did I, was, I, I did enjoy most of it, but Shane's, I also there were parts of it where I was like Shane's I, a guy that is a big Star Wars fan, 
and hasn't even seen Solo. And I know that yeah, I still, I, you just I still haven't seen Solo. I, I just, I've literally just rewatched Solo two, three I'm, years ago. I'm doing my Star Wars rewatch right now, so I'm going to watch. But watch you didn't so watch Solo three. Watch okay. Solo. But you didn't watch Solo because one, we didn't go opening night, and then two. Well, you didn't hear great things about it. I, I, I go by what you say. But you it, said so, it was a fun movie, which means it's okay. So is Doolittle. So, so do is Doolittle. Do little. Only if you have two, only if, only <laughs> two, if you kids, got two kids. Doolittle's two a good kids. time. Solo is fine. I, I never go by critics. I go by what RP says. I don't go if by critics If he says either. it was the best movie ever, I'm like, all right, this movie's probably good. If you love it. 99% of the movies are pieces. Yeah. That's what not, I'm saying. Not this one. You not gotta, this one. You got to take it with a grain of salt. He said it was a fun movie, so I'm like, okay, it's probably worth watching. But. That's why I don't. I hold my opinions ever since I, I underwhelmed yeah. the the finale for Bob of the Boys. But I hold my opinions. I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing my Star Wars rewatch. That. I will watch yeah. Solo in that. So rewatch. the problem with this was, and I agree with Shane on this in this regard, and what RP just said. This came out on Christmas. <sighs> Sorry, I was not watching you on Christmas. Yeah, like, I didn't I, watch there were things either. going. We on. were recording. That's why. Yeah, we were busy. Exactly. <laughs> we had to record the entire day just to make sure that we were live. We're, for everyone. Still, we're, we're still, still recording from it was Christmas. Exhausting. Our fans won't let us sleep. So then I was like, all right, I'll watch Wonder Woman 84 on Saturday. And I want to say, if I'm thinking correctly, I went to watch it. And I'd already started to see things on Twitter. I'd seen things from people I know who – People I trust as far as their opinion, but people who also, like, I take their opinions with a grain of salt as well. But I'd seen, like, really bad things. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to watch Soul instead. That's Which, why so I, we're going to talk about Soul at some point. At, at some the end point, of the episode, yeah, we'll talk about Soul point. very quickly. Excellent movie. Well, don't talk about Soul. I haven't seen it. I thought I you watched it. it. No. You said you should. Oh, Soul. I thought soul. you said Solo. No, Soul. <laughs> soul. Yes. I have watched Solo since. And I that is the epitome of Shane on the I podcast. You said, dude, we were just <laughs> no, talking about Solo right. two minutes ago. Soul, it's two letters. I'll give it to you. Yeah, no, that's yeah. not. Oh, I was a but, very big fan. All right, so I let's, like let's to talk put everything in perspective. I, I watched Soul Saturday, and then instead of watching Wonder Woman 84, for the rest of the entire week, I go, well, because I'm off this week, I go, well, this is as good a time as ever to get ahead in the Star Wars rewatch. And I watch Solo, Rogue One, uh, A New Hope, and Return of the Jedi, or uh, Empire Strikes Back. So anyway, back to the pressing matters. So let's just get back into the, okay, so we get into the well, movie. Well, no, wait, I didn't finish this, the conversation. You just cut me off. <laughs> That's how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at it. But the fact, so now it, it was a week and a day before I actually watched it. So I had already seen so much feedback. Yeah. So you go, you kind of go into it. You would watch it. Marvel would watch it and been like, Hey, like text the group. Hey. Yeah. I went like, in. Not to see, I don't, I, if you're texting like, Hey, or whatever you said, <laughs> Marvel, it's I like, said, Hey, we need to talk about this movie. Exactly. That's never that. like this movie's so good. Yeah. Who said, who said we need a wonder woman episode? Was that Marvel? Marvel. And then I yeah, followed I up. We are. Down on it. <laughs> and then I saw your, so it was like Wednesday. And the same I was, way that you said was, we need an episode about Marion Bright, and so we did it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was very adamant about that. So I was planning on watching it Thursday, and then you tweeted on Wednesday or something. You were like, "Wonder Woman '82." Dot dot dot. Oh geez. And I was like, oh, I, was, I don't want to fucking watch this movie prequel. now. Yeah, Wonder Woman '82 was the prequel. Yeah. It was '84. That, no, that was a, it. Was a mini episode that they put in between. <laughs> I care so I care so little about this movie. They just touched on her. She I'm was not, like, 
I'm anymore. not even here to trash this movie. Like, no, I'm not here to getting trash a coffee it. in 1982 and they showed a bit. There was a trailer that they put out. I will say that I'm here to understand. Two years this. prior. I'm here to understand this movie more, which Bob has already done for me with this whole yeah. All right, so you want to now not understand this movie? Because this is what I've been saying. When I said, hey, I, I, that's something I need to say, something I need to say. Is it the dream stone? Nope. That has nothing to do with anything that's actually important to anything whatsoever. On Wonder Woman's bookshelf, right next to Steve Trevor's picture and his watch, is a book titled The Natural History of the Gorilla. And that fucked my brain up <laughs> and might live rent-free in my head for the rest of my <laughs> life. And I, I, I want to say, like, hey, is that, like, something for Gorilla Grodd? Like, is that something specific okay. for DC? Yeah. I want to do that, but that, I know that's not the case. It's just a fucking book about gorillas that she owned. And but it's I want to I wanna think it's about Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> I'm going to think it's about Gorilla Grodd. All right, so then the movie, goes, the movie goes on. <laughs> the natural history of the The group. movie goes on, and we, we meet, we meet uh, Cheetah, which I don't even remember her name. Min- Meredith. Bar- Meredith. No, Barbara, Barbara Minerva. Barbara, Barbara Minerva. Yeah. Uh, and then we just, the movie starts going, and then they, this Dreamstone shows up by in the CIA or the FBI. FBI. Wants them to identify. Wants them to. Barbara Minerva has to identify where because so and that, they but never it all goes follow back, back up either. It all goes back to that original scene though, which is why that scene was important. Which is what they were trying. It was just like a yeah. throwaway because they they uncover this like uh, black market thing. Kristen Wiig, to me, her like Barbara, her the, the, the Minerva character to before she goes through the transformation, is every Kristen Wiig character that she's ever played. Yes. Yes. I'm and so I actually like was like, oh, my God, here we fucking go again. And then she, she develops. Then. Yeah, she gets I, I she got better. Her. To jump back to what you, what you said, I agree with you. I watched this movie being like, oh, okay, like I, I've heard so many. I watched it this Sunday. I was like, I've heard so many bad things. Like, is this this? Is, is this that? I was like, oh, my. You, you watch so, – when you hear something's good and when you hear something's bad, you do watch it with a different, yeah. skept, a different critical eye. So I did want to add that because that, I, did, I did feel like that – does affect your interpretation of the film but anyway i, I don't know why i waited so long i can give that, you it, i can give you the three to five scenes that to me take this movie from being wonder woman again to being i i didn't like it do you want to touch upon them as we go yeah i'll, t- I'll tell you where they are but, i don't want to walk but here's, through here's, this film i don't want to walk through this film like we typically do I kind of want to like breeze through it and then call out the ridiculous parts. But like that's of the difference the between this movie versus Suicide Squad, oh, right? Which is what so like stinks. The, stinks. that that it stinks exactly. I love the word stinks. That's how we. That's it's. I love it so much. But so like Suicide Squad, there's a thousand fucking scenes where I could be like, there's so much fucking wrong here. This I can say. All right, they could have done this better. This was lazy. This is you know what I mean. And the fact that with 20 minutes of change you make this a better film that's where i'm like this movie's not that bad it's just the stuff that they fucked up it's also it's too like long. cringeworthy it's also the pacing's too bad too the pacing is really bad in this movie yeah. it is very it's too long, it long. I, I texted we, i texted we, you guys when i started watching i was like yeah. I was like, how the fuck is this two and a half hours? Do you we, know what I think? We paused it so we could let the dog out, and there was still 45 minutes. Do you know what I think it is for me, though? Christ. And this just goes back to what Marvel said earlier. I realized, and I, this is one of my notes, Marvel. I love, and I knew this already, but, like, I love Chris Pine. So, like, yeah. once he came into the, the – the, the cast is awesome. But once they, Chris, yeah. I love, I love him, and I love him as Steve Trevor. So, once he came into the fold – 
it went so much quicker to me. But the problem with that I, was the I was huge like problem with that is it wasn't Steve Trevor. <laughs> that's which was so weird. So that's one thing that was fucking weird. So my that's number one. That's yeah, one on my list, right? The problem. Steve Trevor return is lazy. But before I get to that, can we get? Can I just? Can I just briefly <laughs> talk? I just want to briefly talk about the Dreamstone. The Dreamstone, okay? Yeah, I have a lot to say about. Well, that, that leads into Steve Trevor, so it's perfect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So how exactly how does it work? And uh, where where does it come from? How does it? It shows up in the mall, whatever. Weird, it's in a mall, but. Then they connect it to Maxwell Lord because there's a like a, a, a tab that says Maxwell Lord on it that yeah. he ordered I, it. What was that? But, but that doesn't even pay into how they attach it to Maxwell Lord. That's how Diana attaches it to yeah. Maxwell yes. Lord. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was doesn't just make like, any sense. So like that whole thing, it just doesn't it doesn't check out. It doesn't make any sense. He shows up out of nowhere. But that's a plot hole that I could breeze away from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't need that. That's it. I know how he got the stone. They showed how he got the stone. If they didn't show that and it was just like him with this like receipt or that that receipt and the thing from Maxwell Lord, I'd be like, wait, what the fuck happened? Yeah. But why did showed him need... get it and the, the whole like Minerva thing and that made sense? It's like why did he need to hire those people to steal the crystal if he already owned it? Did he hire them? Well, I think it's did like they he, ever he, established that. I think it's like he paid for it and maybe it ended up where it wasn't supposed black to. market. I guess yeah. Maybe like. That's Wait, like did my, he hire the, the thieves in the beginning? Did they say that? I don't know. I, I, I was hoping. That's how I interpreted it. Because they maybe were there. I don't know. I, I'm interpreting it. Maybe, they tried to steal it. Maybe, that's where it came in. Yeah, maybe he was buying it off the black market, and they were trying to steal what he was trying to buy. Maybe. So then he came into the – he knew that they had it, and that's why the receipt was there. Because so, he that was his receipt from when he was purchasing it from the jewelry store. So they ne- the one thing they don't explain any of that shit. So that's still fucked the up. One, so you're right. The yeah. one thing about the film too is they don't really establish how this stone works because the, like at first glance, Diana wishes for Steve back, and Steve doesn't show up for twenty minutes later. But then everybody else does their wish, and well, it happens still, like, immediately. He's still trying to find her. Because you got to imagine he wakes up in some apartment. He's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, why did a, they put him in a random – why did they just bring him was, back? Was that just that, a regular was, guy who Steve then took over? Yes. yes. It was lazy. It was actually so then, what it happens was lazy. When she renounces her wish later in the movie. He went back guy, to being that guy. He just goes back to being the guy. He made sure at the end. Which Marvel wants to That's bring right. up yeah, yeah, a right, hot right. point that I actually – Want you sucks. to want you to talk about a little bit. It doesn't suck, but there's parts. Well, first, first I want to talk about the Dreamstone is something that I think what Maxwell Lord does with it, I thought was great. I think that's something that the movie did well. Normally, like a villain gets like one of these Dreamstones and they bumble it up, but him wishing to become the Dreamstone was a really good idea. First off, and it's a great homage to his comic book character because. In he's the comic, super- he's persuasive, like like psychically persuasive. So it was like a good way to establish his powers, and also it was just a good idea to use the Dreamstone that way. Like who, someone would just be like, oh, "I wish I had a million dollars," and it, it it's fucking done. But him then wishing he gets something from them, yeah, for him to become the Dreamstone, I thought was a really actually creative and good idea for what it was. I think there was just something about it with me. Like I said, the Marvel did it really well with the Infinity Stones. There's just something about this that just felt so cheesy to me that I didn't buy it. And maybe I went in with a critical eye. I don't, I don't mm. really know. They all, but they didn't explain it well. That was the yeah. other. That was what they fucked up. Because all of a sudden he's having people wish on him. And then he's like, and I'll take a million dollars from you. And my wife looked at me. She's like, how is he taking things? I was like, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. Also, I like, don't know what's going on. Nobody questions it at all. 
he's just kind of like even the scene when he's on tv he's like yeah wish for something it'll come true like nobody questions it nobody because that's like if, if, you, never could, explain, if you could I, wish for me that's like yeah shane what would you wish for if you could wish for it and people are like oh yeah i'd wish for this like these people aren't saying that things thinking it's going to come true yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just a guy on TV who's taking over, like the guy who wishes for the lady to die. So like he doesn't it, think she's gonna fucking die. But also the the thing about that is that she, he wishes for her to die, and she wishes that she went that those Irish bastards and they start getting arrested to go back where they came. Which from. is big in '84. Was the Irish getting arrested? That's the IRA. Think, that's like yeah. that's like Northern Ireland. My that's, thing was like, okay, they have to go back to their mother's vaginas. That's England. That no, that's it. That was England and Ireland. That's what it was. <laughs> They didn't have to go. No, um, that's what I yeah. wish every day. It hasn't come true. But I blew like, out candles the other but day. But like that, still. wouldn't wouldn't you think if Diana wished that Street Trevor was back, she would wish him? She didn't. You didn't hear what she wished though. You don't no. know how she phrased it, which is but, I think. But their I power. guarantee you, she didn't say, "Hey, I only want his yeah. likeness back." <laughs> and then they show you the entire. Like he's he's he looks like that random guy from. Fun fact, from a Hallmark movie. From Hallmark that man movies, is from yeah. a Hallmark he, movie. He looks like yeah. a Hallmark actor. The guy who Steve Trevor was. Is in multiple oh, Hallmark 100%. movies. My dad said that because at the end with the, <laughs> with the cheesy, boring – Who was it? Marvel? Uh, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but if you IMDb, he's Ask in a bunch dad, of Hallmark Marvel movies. Knows. He does. My he does dad look knew, like – My he dad does, said that, he does that look he looks like a Hallmark, like a Hallmark guy, and he was. I just don't understand why they didn't bring him – just bring him back and then make him, like, fade away because it was that's lazy. more be- – Yeah, you're right. It's lazy. Like, that's more believable. That's the thing. The, thing, the problem story. that I have with this movie is that there's – like I said, there's, there's three to five aspects of the film that are just very lazy. Steve Trevor so number one. His name is Christopher Paloha. And he's in uh, a Hawaiian, yeah. gotcha. Double Holiday, and I don't know some other ones. All right, next but, December we're gonna just strictly watch his movies. <laughs> his name he's credited as Handsome Man. <laughs> in, Wait, well, in Wonder Woman. I was gonna say, is that the Wonder Woman credit? Yes. <laughs> so I love the Chris Pine came back. You know, like I I'm I'm happy that Steve Trevor came back. But the way that they did it, Steve Trevor returned as lazy. I would have preferred that it was a figment of her imagination. Yeah, even if you want to do it that way, the idea of him like repeating lines from the original Wonder Woman and like putting the watch on her hand and like saying those things to her to prove it in the middle of the gala was like weird. What the fuck is this? Weird. Yeah, it was just it was didn't fucking hit right. But then, and then, so then we've gotten to that point. Now the music starts to get in my head. And this is what Marvel and I were saying earlier. You have this gala event. You're not playing classical music, which is like, and for DC, that's a fucking like that's their go-to. Like, remember Batman versus Superman when Batman goes to the the, the like when Bruce Wayne goes to the event and it's like he's all I don't remember what he went to. But he's all dressed up like mm-hmm. that's an easy winner. Oh yeah, you're gonna go to a fancy event. There's fancy there's, there's there's classical music. People are drinking champagne, and then two scenes later, you have Steve Trevor who's in his, like, getting changed into all his ridiculous different outfits, which was hilarious oh. to me. Big oh. fan of it. Loved it. Did you not like it, Marvel? Oh, I thought that was – it was such a cheesy, like, time waster. But it was like, perfect but 80s, like, nostalgia stuff. I guarantee I you that's a very much – that's a very much Marvel thing Oh, that do. was a Marvel thing yeah. to do. 100%. 100%. But if the music didn't fit what shorter. was happening. What did you say, if Marvel? it was two minutes shorter, it would have been fine. I just think it went on too long. They could have done – like no, anything else with them. 
I loved him uh, with the shoes. Wait, so what about the shoes? The shoes are good there, right? And she's like, yeah, you can keep the shoes. <laughs> so, like, I thought that was funny because I like them two together, I so think, is the, the other thing. Before Maxwell Lord and all this stuff happened, Diana and um, Barbara – Diana wants nothing to do with Barbara. Barbara, and then she finds out she has a stone and immediately wants to have lunch with her after, which is like, Diana, what the fuck? That's fucked up. There you go. <laughs> and then she magically follows her, I guess follows her and saves her from this drunk man. Uh, because I want to spend some time talking about Cheetah because I, she, was a, she was a favorite of the film for me, actually. I actually really liked her. I was actually surprised. Dude. I usually hate Krista Wake. No, I like Krista Wake. She was good. I, I didn't like – I also um, think she's attractive. You ever see uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Yeah. Great in that movie. She's great in that movie. I didn't like – She just went so evil so quickly. Well, yeah, it, was no, it was out of nowhere. No, she has no reason. I get like, the whole backstory of how she shit on her entire life, but, like, literally so quick. From one scene to another, she's evil. So she, she, wished, first, she wished to be Diana, then kills the guy – well, probably kills the guy that tried to rape her. Fine, whatever. But then telling the homeless man that she was so nice to, like, to me, a bigger heel turn. Yeah, it would have been like to kill the homeless man rather than the the guy that deserves to get the shit beat out of him. No, she she was losing her humanity. That was her. So that all right, was, so Marvel was stealing from her. Do you think that this is is that why she turned? So she then she tells. Uh, Maxwell Lord that she wants to become an apex predator, but do you think that's mm -hmm. why she becomes the, the, a, a cheetah? Because yeah, she's he gives her, her an extra wish. He says it. I'll give you another wish. I Which, know, but like, is that? But is that what it is? Because she's losing her. Like apex predator cheetah doesn't make sense to me. They're, I don't they're consider a top, cheetah an apex top, predator. They're top predator. But do you think it's the idea that she's losing her humanity so she becomes a, an animal? Because then that's where I was starting to get like war, torn. And also, I don't understand why she got another wish. Well, I that do. was an issue I, I had as well. I do. I do. Because but, she renounced her wish. She said, I no longer want to be like anybody else. But she wanted to be like Diana. But she never said, I renounce my wish like Diana had to say. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? She like, said, I don't want to be like that anymore. I fair enough. I, so, I, like, I it's that. in terms of, like, I, description, I get that. Yeah. So, how I took it, because even at one point, I think it's when uh, she showed up at the White House and beat Which, up Which, that scene in itself, how they all just march into the fucking White now, House. Now, we got to go back, though, if we're going to go to all this shit. Well, I'm saying this is why, this is the point where I figured out what was going on with her was uh, Diana says to her, like, look at you, like, you're losing your kindness and your whatever. That's all that, yeah, that's where I was like, all right, she's going to become the cheetah, but then she said the apex predator thing. But I, the way I took that was she wished on the wish stone the actual wish stone this was maxwell lord's version of the wish stone so she got like a bonus wish because i think he even says see, like i'm gonna give you a bonus see wish. the the problem he with does. that is that there's so many workarounds with this plot this plot should be okay she renounced her last wish hi mike she renounced her last wish wish and see i don't think she renounced it i think she just got a bonus one because he says, I'll give you another well, one. So he does say that. And one of my things was like, she gets an extra wish, which nobody else got. But he also says when people are wishing, like it's not, I don't think that it's so much that she got an extra wish as though, as much as it's him giving her other things because he starts saying like when he's, when he's broadcasting, he's like, I, I'll take your life will and I'll take mm -hmm. your health and I'll take, and she can have your things and she can have this. So he's giving her stuff too. Yeah, I mean. Right, it's, like it's not, the, so I, I thought the wish thing was weird too. It's a lazy workaround to make Cheetah. That's it. Like it's just. But, and then so to highlight so, Cheetah as the main villain like, when it was Maxwell Lord. 
Well, because I think I, didn't I like think either. Cheat is more enticing. I think pay, well, I, I like Pedro Pascal. I was gonna say, yeah, granted, yeah, Mandalorian, Mandalorian season two would not come before, out, but, but even Mandalorian for that, but you know how much Mandalorian has boosted his yeah, fame. But he was also in Game of Thrones. He was also in. The I know, Man. but I'm what I'm saying, about, yeah. about you, fans, just in general, Pedro Pascal's a great actor. But you hype that. I feel like you at least put that in these trailers to be like, hey, look, you should look show you should show him. I honestly than, like they uh, basically they showed his face as much less. Than what it's shown in the Mandalorian in the trailers. To, to be honest, I'm being 100% honest with you. Until he started tweeting, I didn't realize he was this big. I think because I no he idea. looked like, I feel like in the trailers, Marvel, and correct me if I'm wrong, it felt like it didn't look exactly like his face. He, like felt he had some puffy. fat. He felt, felt puffy. Yeah. Yeah. It he, looked like he was wearing like a prosthetic chin. I, that's, that's why watch, I didn't. That's why he, there was something off about him the entire movie. I didn't watch the trailer. Look like him. So I had no idea he was even in, in this movie. I watched the trailer that, and I was like, this movie looks. Where he walked in. I watched the trailer and I was like, this movie looks fucking awesome. Which DC does a good job with their trailers, I feel like. Um, it might just be uh, he has no beard. Probably. Maybe that's what it is. This is the first time we kind of seen him without. Maybe, yeah, it's the first time you see him clean cut. Yeah. So. Before we we've kind of jumped all over the place in these last couple of minutes. It's a big thing. I want to go about. back to my lazy stuff, right? So because this is where I was. So I Marvel didn't like the '80s nostalgia scene. The Steve Trevor airplane scene, I loved. Granted, I don't know that Diane like that's a 1984. I don't know that her holding up a badge would open up doors. Like that's one of those like technologically True. is this where we were at that point? But like the idea of this guy who was a pilot in World War One going into the Smithsonian and seeing all these different like like spacecrafts, airplanes. Mm-hmm. I was like this like I genuinely was like, that's a cool thing to think about. Like they they set that up well because I was like, why does Diana work at the fucking Smithsonian? What does that have to do with anything? And then but really it was just to give her the opportunity, I think, to take Steve Trevor there. But do you think if Steve was used to flying a World War One. No, I he would so, have no idea how to fly a modern day jet. He started flipping switches. They didn't have yeah, switches yeah, back that's then. That's what I was like. So I was like, like ah. that doesn't matter. But I also like. I just genu- I It comes back to me. I like Chris Pine. Yeah. Like I like him. I like him as Steve Trevor. I like him in fucking Star Trek. Like I just like him he's, in movies. He's awesome in Star Trek. And so like I like him. And one of the reasons I think I like Chris Pine is that he conveys emotions as a character very well all the time. So like him walking in, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome for you, isn't it, Steve? You know, and like in my head, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is like porn for you. And it's funny to, me. to put him in the jet and he fucking flies his jet, which I don't know that any jets are sit, also set up with a passenger seat next to you for the record. Like I don't, I've watched Top Gun a few times. Uh, <laughs> Goose never sat next to Maverick. The, the invisible jet thing is so lazy. One of the laziest things I think I've ever seen in a film, to be but 100% honest. does anybody honest. know how, like, how the invisible jet comes to be in origin? There's a ton of different ways. So I, I actually researched it. They've kind of retconned it to a bunch of different things. To the Like, at one point, it was, like, alien technology. There's, like, a bunch of different reasons. And one of them is this. It's, like, a magic-type situation. That's fine. You know what you do? In that first scene, when you're out on Themyscira, you have some, somebody explain to Di- young Diana how her father made Themyscira invisible. I think I would rather the idea than the, than the whole other scene. The idea, but no, so you can do it in the same scene. But the idea that Diana just goes, oh, my father made Themyscira invisible 
so that nobody else could find it. And I've been trying to do it ever since. That's fucking never been talked about ever in See, two fucking films. Are you just going to bust this out and then within 30 seconds be like, boom, Jet's Invisible. Yeah, it's everything you guys wanted. My problem with it is goes, I've only ever done this once and it was like a coffee mug. Yeah, but then, then she says, and then, and then I then lost some, it, something. and I really like that line. For that, the see, that was funny. But then, to go from she's only done it one time, it was a coffee mug to something as complex as a jet. I feel Fuck like you. I feel Fuck like you. like Bob said, lazy. They wanted to introduce the invisible jet. They didn't really know how to, so this was their way. And, and so now you have two things, right? So but also, who th- who flies through fireworks? He we had a lot of confidence Chris in Pine, where those fireworks were going. Chris Pine, she had no idea what a fucking fireworks. Now, of course, it's the fucking Fourth of July, right? Because what other? There's no fucking oh, reason. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas. It's the Fourth of July. It's every fucking holiday you need to be. There's no reason for it to be the Fourth of July other than hey, we want to have a scene where they fly through fireworks. Yeah. And that that is a DC thing to do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. DC wants the visual effect. That's Zack Snyder. Let's have a slow mo fucking upside down uppercut fucking so speaking, with an explosion in the background. So speaking of visual effects. They did do a lot of visual effects, but they did do them. They I like the actions. I like the action scenes in this movie, but they did not look good. It's bad CGI, and uh, My- Wonder Woman running is terrible. Marvel has a lot to say about this. When she started picking up speed after Steve died, <laughs> that one's not as bad. The one where she's running the car chase scene, which she's when got. She- when she's she got like out of the car and she starts. She's running. got yeah. First off, when did she get changed? And two, she's <laughs> got like the Tyler hero. I just made a three in the NBA finals, like smirk on her face. And like I don't know what was going on there. The, like the car chase scene might be some of the worst CGI I've seen. Two hundred million dollars, you said. Two hundred. How much was Indiana Jones? They went over, right? They did go over budget. No, no, no. They were on, they were under budget. <laughs> they were under budget. Better CGI. I don't think there was any, but better CGI. <laughs> but speaking of, I think we didn't talk about this on the last podcast, but I did tweet it out on the podcast account that on Disney's Investor Day, they did announce Indiana Jones 5 would conclude the series. And I know, I don't know about you guys, but that's what I'm most excited for because I know a podcast that can get you ready for Indy 5 whenever you want it. She just it's dropped previously recorded. She dropped a promo for our own podcast. An did hour just, and 35 minutes into our own podcast. And he did it with a <laughs> shitty segue. That's, that's like peak, that's peak been, previously things, recorded. Things have been tough. We haven't, we haven't hit our stumpers. I, I, I quit my job. I quit my job. <laughs> Listen, but anyway, jumping back Listen, to um, – previously recorded checks haven't been yeah, budget. They could have done so much more. One of, the worst, one of the worst scenes oh, in the steady. entire movie – is when she saves the two children oh. in Egypt, and she Dude. lands. She fucking bashes their skulls in when <laughs> yes. she lands. I Wait, I didn't with that. see it because HBO she, Max fucking like lagged out. She lands oh, directly on that so kid's head, and bad. then I went back, and every time it would fucking like dot 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 dot. Maybe dot, they were trying to hit. Yeah. <laughs> she scoops up those kids, and when she's rolling on the Dude, ground, she absolutely hits, those kids. She uses those head. kids to brace her fall. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. It's not those kids, doesn't by exist the way. in the Middle East. Those dummies. The obvious dummies that they were. Oh my God, I know. Because <laughs> if they were real children, they would have been fucking dead. We're, we're a little further in the movie, but we missed one of my favorite notes that I made. When he's talking to that business meeting with that dude Simon. Shane's got double space, by the way. This is, this yeah, is his shit's double space. Oh. I got to be it. able to read it. <laughs> when he's talking with that guy Simon, he calls, um, what the hell is his name? Uh, 
Maxwell Lord. He calls him a loser. Oh, the main one of the main guys. He calls him a loser. Yeah. He calls him a loser, and that is the sickest burn. Oh my god! As a grown man in a business meeting, calling the other guy a loser. He was so. He was so upset that he was called a loser. Called him a loser in front of his son too. (laughs) (laughs) I have so much to say about. You're nothing but a loser. If anybody called my dad a loser in front of me, I would be so embarrassed. If anybody called your dad a loser in front of anybody, I would brace myself because he would break that person's face into the ground. Yeah, I have so much to say about the son because this son he is – I want want to see the mom. I want to see the mom. He's so much darker. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're cutting that. (laughs) No, 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 no. No. His skin complexion is so much he's darker. Absolutely, he's, he's absolutely Asian. Even Pedro Pascal is like... But the thing is, Shane, we don't they make see him, the mom. We don't see the mom. But even Pedro Pascal, why do they make him so whitewashed? Was they he whitewashed? They, they make him, him, they make him so pale. The DC thing, they whitewashed Ray Fisher, too. Yeah, yeah they did, they did. Fuck, um, fuck Whedon. I want to say this one <laughs> Take thing. it all back. I'm on your side, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> There's two things about about his son. One, he blatantly yells, "Fuck this kid! I don't want him. Why do I have him again?" <laughs> so he goes, "Oh, it's how, how many, many weekends, weekends do I have?" And then, second, at the end of the movie, when shit's hitting the fan, he's not only wandering by himself, but wandering on a highway. And then, at the end of the movie, comes out of a bush. And just happens to walk into Maxwell Lord and him be like, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. He's such a bad fox. He's a liver. He's a survivor. I don't want to jump. That's huge. Maxwell Lord being a bad father is the fucking big part of this movie, which when you go back and you talk about the truth and all that stuff, Maxwell Lord is more concerned about his son having a dad who's successful than he is about being a successful father. Right? And, and so that's the big that was, thing. That was deep. Huh. And Maxwell Lord pissed his bed when he was a kid. He yeah. did. <laughs> really, really messy, too. So that was a bad one. That makes him redeemable. He's a redeemable. So, like, you he's, can... He's, he's, he's a Ben Solo. A redeemable <laughs> fucking... Uh, fuck, fuck that. You I can't give, wait to talk Star Wars. You give Maxwell Lord... Those clips that happen, I, I, we have that's a whole like that might be the whole podcast of me talking about what the fuck happened when no, you went to that that's place. A, that's a mini episode. Those clips, you you chirp those in throughout the film, and it changes everything entirely. But they mm-hmm. throw them all at the end. It's like, oh wait, this guy's not that bad. Look at how bad of a life he had. You can't do that once this guy fucking almost wrecks the world. It's, but all, all right, so all right, couple things. The car chase scene. There's one thing Shane, I want to put wait, in Shane, in the middle. talk about your notes from the car chase scene because some of them are kind of funny because I looked at his notes. Yeah, so because we're sorry, just say fuck this, you to think. At wait, this wait, point in the movie, on, Shane, is this the car chase in Egypt where yeah. like she's in there, she's in her, she's in her After normal she people's clothes. Car, yeah. She's in her normal people's she clothes. Does she's super, like, no, don't hit us, don't do that, don't do this, and then it's like, that, all right, like, time to be Wonder Woman. I don't think she said like, don't hit like in the old Superman where he'd go to he'd go to like a phone booth and he'd change into his. Into his costume. Yeah, they, cut the, that. they cut the Steve Trevor's. So at, at this point, I was, was so, I was so done with this movie. It did have very like. Linda I was Carter like, oh, she she just lassoed a bullet. Fuck you. Oh, she lassoed a fucking missile and she's riding it. Fuck you. Lassoing so a bullet. I liked a lot for the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's lassoing the RPG to guide her and rode it like Thor's hammer. Fuck you. Then they go. And and so see, from Marvel, they go and see this. So I hate that whole. I didn't like the CGI on that scene. I didn't like the action. No, it was when she jumps in the air. It's terrible. Then they go to this guy. This is one of the 
things that fucked me up more than anything else. <laughs> or no, they call fucking Minerva. I forget what, what the fucking scene was where they're explaining how all these civilizations have fallen. Yes. yes. And she's like, and they all fell without an explanation. And the first one is Romulus in Rome. I'm like, Rome, it's like the most documented fucking fall of a civilization yeah. literally in the history of the world. I didn't know that because I didn't even pay attention he to that He kills his brother. That's how, that's how well, it that's starts. Ro- no, it wasn't Romulus who fucking, I, it might have been Ro- one of the Romuluses, but Remus, Romulus right? and Remus, Romulus is how, that's how Rome's formed. Well, Romulus but, like, is in Star Trek, and so is Chris Pine. I think it's Romulus is the last emperor. It's one of, like yeah. a Romulus with a number, and that's who they talk about. I heard you. <laughs> but, like, you can, it's literally like the fucking, the Germanic tribes invade Rome and they fucking crush Rome because it's too big to fucking maintain. Like, it's very understood why Rome fell. Who was that guy? Where did he come from, by the way? Did Nobody. He's Callie from something, too. I didn't look him up, but he's like, I recognize that actor. No, I don't mean actor-wise. I mean, in the movie, who? Wh- that was, it was Minerva's, Minerva, because she calls her and she said, look into where this thing came from. And so she starts looking into stuff and she goes, and she the Mayan, sim- the, uh, Inca, Mayan? Mayan. Was it Mayan civilization? Mayan, Mayan civilization falls because of this, this the, the Dreamstone. And she goes, and there's, she goes, I have a lead, but it's not good. And it's literally like a flyer she picked up in the mall. She says that. Mm. She's like, this, like, it's a shaman who I found. No, I must have, I must have blinked. Yeah, so. no, she, she explains, <laughs> she explains where that came from. So that's not as much of a lazy situation. So as we proceed forward, the uh, Maxwell Lords become the stone, blah, blah, blah. Gra- Which I do like. Granting everybody's wish. Fine. Mm-hmm. But then they clearly steal this plot from another film, classic film. Wonder Woman sends uh, Steve Trevor back to where he came from before after you, she's done raping you, this man. Before you get to that, real quick, but I also like that they acknowledge that this is like at one point they say this is the monkey's paw. Like they know that yeah, they, the they, this paw. is a, this is a thing that they've done. It's a it's a cliche like niche thing. It's not like they were like, oh, this is the first time this has ever happened. Somebody wished for something. And something bad happens, and no, who could have ever expected this? When he's in the president's office, he's like, "If only there was a way I could." Or right before that, he's like, "If only there was a way I could like touch everybody." And I was like, "Or hold their hands." And I was like, "Are they gonna do hands across America?" In my head, I was like, "Are they fucking gonna do hands across America?" That would have been better than what the fuck they did. I know, and it would have been turned around and was like, "Oh, what's this?" It's like, "Oh, it's a way we could talk their way in the world." He's perfect. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it could have worked out any better. So, one of the things after he grants everybody's wish, basically, when he's starting to gain power, they literally stole this plot from a cult, cult classic film of Bruce Almighty. Grease 2? No, not Grease 2. Bruce Almighty. After he types well, yes to everybody's wish, he types yes to everybody. He goes out and the... Isn't he already God at that point, the though? Sabres, it's a little bit different. The Sabres have won the Stanley Cup. The New York's all on fire. It's the exact same thing in this movie where he says yes to everybody and, and the complete world that's is on not fire. How, that's I'm gives. saying after he's granting everybody's wish. But that's the chaos already starts before that. I still think I still think Patty Jane gets a Jeff John stole from Bruce Almighty. That's it, what I think. Well, uh, last time I checked. J.K. Rowling stole Halloween. J.K. Rowling stole Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling stole Harry Potter. At one point Harry Potter there's absolute chaos that comes pretty quickly so that might be a Bruce Almighty thing too. But then also when like he talks about getting his Maxwell Lord talks about getting all this power from humans. 
this is where it starts to get a little weird. I understand. I would understand more if he was taking their power and being like this big, strong Hulk brute, like 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 the Hulk. Instead, he's got like these these wind gust powers, and to that, that the doesn't make sense. The wind gust power is the wish. Every time somebody makes a wish, that wind gusts. Yeah. So this is another thing. This is where I'm going to stick up for this movie. Who's it's the most powerful man in the world? Fucking the strongest man physically? No. Well, no, absolutely not. That's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he said I'm going to take all of their wellness, all of their strength. Because because all these I, wishes are killing him. Yeah, he was dying. That's why. No, no, no. I, I I I understand that, but but this also is something that Bob picked up in that our piece defense. Pick- explain the vitamin thing. They always, I need my vitamins, I need my vitamins. Explain that at some point. Why are the vitamins so important? And That's prior to him even having the, the dream they, stone. And they also don't explain the, the gust. I mean, you picked up on that. I did it. I did, and, and there might be other hints to it. It happens with it's every time nerve it. Wishes. It happens and with. And now when you're saying it, it does make yeah. sense. But I didn't pick up on that necessarily. And I'm all like, okay, it, it feels like he's getting powers. And his powers are like these wind gusts where I would like – mentally i was thinking again again maybe i wasn't that invested maybe i was a little distracted because i watched it with my family and it's just different being in a not being in a movie theater so mm-hmm. i was a little distracted but like off the cusp i didn't really know that the wind gust but now that you say that I that think, makes more sense to me so it, it but i makes, thought he would have taken people i understood he took the people's powers to make him healthier because he was he was basically dying from granting all these wishes so you're dying prior. That's why I don't get what's killing Wait, was Maxwell he, was Lord. He, dying he needed his vitamins every when he uh, the first time he goes before he has a dream stone. He goes, make sure I have my vitamins, and then it, uh, it starts to and that's a Maxwell Lord thing. Like his nose bleeds, his ear bleeds, yeah, right? That, that was cool. I like that little. And body. I like that. Go ahead. What did you have to add? I your whole uh, him becoming a hulking like monster, or whatever, would have been extremely stupid, and also would have been out of character because Maxwell Lord in this movie isn't a bad guy like he's not he's trying to make himself to, successful yeah he's not like a bad he wants guy the like, easy he's, not out. Gonna, he's not gonna turn to a monster fight no, diana to, because to just, he doesn't want to to just clear for the for the podcast i just meant that when he was saying i'll take this i'll take that mm. i was expecting like kind of what my thought for process was change. was him to be yeah. like okay i or he doesn't he could be the same size and still have the strength of the hulk like that's just what I was expecting. He's taking all of these people's yeah. strength. Nah, that's just him, what I was that, expecting. So that and that. But Bob made sense that the wind yeah. comes from each gust that he makes. But I feel like they didn't do a good job establishing that. Like maybe they did, and I just missed it. I don't know. I'm, no, I'm not saying I have, I've only watched itself. this movie. I've only watched this movie once, and I think all of us all have only watched it once too. So I haven't sat there and watched it through this again. Yeah, I, I, it's not well, something no, that I, I honestly, want to watch. Twice, I would honestly but. say, I, I would say watch, because third quick fix, <laughs> Diana being able to fly. He loves this movie. I'm going to defend this movie. I think this so, movie is very well so, I, mean, I, don't, I don't hate that. The idea that she just jumps up in the air because she's upset, and then all of a sudden is like, hey, I can fly. And then in the next scene is wearing a costume with wings. I feel like they could have just fucking waited one second, gave her the wings when she learned to fly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why, if you're going to so put her in a golden costume that literally has wings, have her flying when she has wings. I had wings a problem on. with that, though. It does makes she, it so much easier. Does she fly in Justice League? Wonder Woman can fly. She can fly. She but does she fly in, in Justice League? She, like, jumps. She so it's, like, have. gigantic jumps. So she, she fly, doesn't fly. fly in Justice League. But now. he says what? But he, even years he, later. But even here, she's not flying. So she's Steve Trevoring, so like, navigating the wind. Shane, I'm going to tell, right. tell you it's the, it's the Captain Marvel effect. 
just act like it happened and whatever. Kat, I, she flew and my, my exact, I said out loud to my family, I said, she does this in the comics. This is, this does not bother me. No, no, no. It It bothered me how it happened. Because I know, I know. Give me a real explanation. Don't just say you can navigate the wind and all of a sudden she goes, oh, wobble. I'm good now. It bothered me because I know she can fly. I know that Wonder Woman eventually flies. Oh, keep, in Justice League, she does not fly. Shane's which pants is, are entirely off. Which yeah, is he's just wearing what socks. What is this? The eighties? It's forty years after. I this? agree. That's that's also the problem with they should not have that's things that she me. can do that are not. So she. Oh, Marvel has something. No, only because uh, I is it. And Batman vs Superman, she kind of. Flies. Does she fly? I've doesn't seen she grab the sword and like fly at Doomsday? Or am I but thinking? She I, I mean, but she might, she might. It's something. That's the thing. That's the thing. Wonder Woman flies. So when, I know, it's, but when it's, it's on better, the table, it doesn't bother what, me. I know what he's saying. It's never like canon again. No, like I'm not. I'm not saying like I have a problem with her flying. I know she's supposed to. No, no, no I know you're saying. It's just, it, I don't it remember her flying in any in, other in movie. Just, yeah, exactly. She doesn't. And then maybe, maybe she didn't have. Maybe she didn't have like, to. to to learn how to fly. And then not do it for forty years just doesn't. But seem it's also like the same shit. Like, okay, Captain Marvel came out after the Avengers, but shouldn't she have been there for the Avengers? Like, it's like that kind of thought process where it's well, like chirp there on her on her Nokia. They did. They on her <laughs> Nokia. They just. It's like this. See that like with I movies. Wish, it should have been a beeper. I wish she had a Nokia. Yeah, I wish she had like a an Nokia old too. school like oh five or Nokia. That's the thing with movies that I don't <laughs> nitpick as much. It's a Hotmail email yeah. because they. <laughs> They it plot wise it didn't really make sense for the first See, Wonder Woman tit. because in the first like in Justice League she didn't need it in this movie they use it as a way for her to to get rid of her stress and whatever and and I'm fine with that it's like it's just like it, the, I, the problem is that if this movie was dated in present day no problem but they predated itself and that's no, the problem the, I don't even I, the Justice League stuff doesn't even bother me let her fly I get it I don't mind that she flies I'm all for it my thing is. Literally, literally, two scenes later, she puts on a completely golden suit that has yeah. wings. And Have that was her learn how to fly and, in a suit with wings, and then be like, "All right, I that, can do this." And that and was then she can fly. Wait, we also didn't talk about where her suit was in her fucking bat cave in her closet, in her apartment. Oh, yeah, cave, I don't like it. So the bat cave existed. That's from Batman vs Superman, isn't it? No, she was just she was watched something on the airplane. That's why she went there. So no, but I'm saying like, isn't Batman vs Superman? Don't they show her watching people's stuff, or is that just... on the airplane? Oh, okay, because it was okay, a plug. Okay. It was a marketing plug that she was on some air airplane. Because they All used right, so let's it. let's fast forward. They go to this place Wait, where, on, where everything's I, broadcast. I had a problem with that armor. That, well, that's what we're getting. She, yeah, the place she, where everything's she, broadcast. She from. talks about how good this armor is. Shame, we're getting there. I'm already on the thought. Let me finish the Shane, fucking thought. Shane, we're going to get there. Though. She just talks about this impenetrable armor, and then Cheetah just tears say, it apart. She doesn't say it's impenetrable. It does well against dogs, but not cats. She said, no, she literally- Cheetah tears it apart like it's nothing. She says, this armor was built- No, ev- no, no I don't remember her name. It's Linda Carter. Everybody gave up their armor to give it to her so she could sacrifice herself. All right, and in what year? I don't know. Fucking and then they show ago. her and it's a bunch of guys that look like me hitting her with like clubs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not going to be the greatest armor in the so, world. So, uh, but like at the time it did its job. So hard stop. Real facts. 
They they missed an opportunity to show Cheetah's transformation because I feel as though Cheetah's just showing up already is very confusing to Cheetah's a lot the of biggest, people. The biggest fuck up in this film is Cheetah, I think. Biggest no, the, the, no, second biggest fuck up in this film. Biggest fuck up, they go to this island. One, first off, nobody knows, nobody on this entire crew, I, Gal Gadot, we'll talk about it after we're married, but like the, 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 the <laughs> electricity, do you guys, does nobody fucking understand how electricity works? Yeah, she should have She's been in died. a full fucking golden suit in water with electricity. And she's so, like, oh, I'm going to put you underwater. No, that's going to kill you. I don't care the, where the fuck you're from. The, I agree. Because when she did that, I was like, what the fuck? Nope. The it's only thing I will say is and it's they both from, survived. It's from, that is weird that she survived. But it's from Famous Scare. So you could say it's some weird element that isn't affected They're by anything. They're swinging from this fucking live electric wire. This, this, this fight scene was very problematic. It was very problematic. Because I had the same thoughts. I was like, okay, one of these is going to die. They should electrocute. And the fact that they let her survive and not show you her turn back into a normal human being or any, anything. Like, it's just, it's, this movie is just, there's some cool stuff that could be, that could be executed super well if they took one more step. And they don't take that one more step for a lot. And this is why this movie, to me, stinks and is disappointing. That is why. Because there's so much they could do. I fucking love Wonder Woman. I have a Wonder Woman hat like that for a lot of people, like for a lot of people, <laughs> for a lot of people, for me to buy a hat is a good movie. I got that. I got the hat. Yeah. Look for me to spend $30 on a symbol that I like <laughs> means that I like it. Seems like a stretch. I got the hat. I got a hat. <laughs> Watch the movie. Look, I got the hat. Look, as soon as I said it, I knew I was going to get roasted. <laughs> But it stress is the importance for me. It stresses the importance for me. Any opportunity for like it to, this. any opportunity for it to not be me getting roasted, I'm gonna jump on. All right, so here, yeah, whatever. Shut up, West, the, West but, Philadelphia. So I don't have a freshman to it does, <laughs> Apparently, you didn't like it that much. So this is where the movie becomes the message, right? Mm-hmm. When they're on this island, and the message is incredible, right? If you think, and it's especially like right now, this idea that like yes. Things suck. Do you th- wish things were different? 100% everyone wishes things were different right now. But they're not. So what do you do? You just fucking deal with the fact of the matter. You deal with the truth. And you live by that truth. And you do the best you can on every given day. And for somebody who I don't know that we've talked about this on here, and RP is, I know is kind of in the same boat, who's dealt with mental health stuff, like that was like a big thing for me to be like, all right, you deal with the fucking hand you're given. And and that's the message that Diana gives. Was the, any the problem is that Diana gives that message directly to the fucking camera, and yeah. it is cringeworthy. It, it is cringeworthy. It, she is not speaking to Maxwell Lord in that scene. She is speaking to the audience, yeah. and it fucks up the entire flow of. It's everything. also very confusing because during that scene, it's very loud, and you're mm-hmm. and, and you're sitting there and be like, who who is she who is she talking to? Yeah, and then they eventually review because, re- yeah, because what she's, she's what him. she's saying is overpowered by my brain going, who is she talking to? So I I completely blanked out during they, they a majority really, of that scene. They they it the, the way that it was portrayed, the way that it was delivered is cringeworthy. The message that was delivered, it's like like being a nerd. It's like it's like, it'd be like Shakespeare at a bus stop. 
You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't fucking matter at that point. And then you're like... listening to what you have to say because of how it's being done. Yeah, right. And when and when you, you it's revealed that, okay, these screens, she's talking to the world, but these screens are just yellow. Why are they yellow? They... Her lasso didn't cover the screen. Like, that's What's, what I'm saying. What is the whole ray of light? I don't know. Over Max. That was, that's why I, I thought the, he was going to get obliterated so at or first something. Off, first, he's being filmed on a camera. And then she knocks the camera over. And he steps into this fucking, like, Chris Pine Star Trek beam. And now he's, he's fucking crushing, crushing. Puss. Crushing puss. Talking yeah. to everybody. You're right. Yeah, he's absolutely just fucking demolishing puss. Talking to everybody he wants to talk to. And I'm like, where the? I thought I missed something to the point where I almost like rewinded, but I wasn't worth it at that point. It's like, is there something sp- specific about this ray of light? And then at the same time, I was like, I'm. All right, Shane left the room. So this is the real podcast. Is one previously recorded? Me is one. Bob is two, and Marvel is three. I think I'm actually two and a half. Marvel's yeah. creeping Marvel's up two. very quickly. We An do a lot of work together. Years. What's that? <laughs> An hour 40 in is the real podcast. <laughs> We're an hour 40 in. Yeah. So, sh- so Marvel. This is be the short one. Marvel. <laughs> We're in a two hour podcast. Like, me and Marvel have done more mini episodes than me and Bob. I don't do mini episodes. We did one. That's it. And it wasn't a mini episode, it was a full episode. <laughs> yeah. When I talk, it's an hour. Sorry, yeah. bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shane. So, all right. Um, so, the full podcast is back together. Yeah. Full Ooh, podcast. <laughs> um, all right. So, while we're kind of at the end, let's kind of wrap it up because there's not, there's not after this point, there's not really much I, to two, talk two about. little ex- things, but nothing crazy. Except for the Maxwell Lord's son coming out of a random bush and meeting him. I had one. Where he due to land with his helicopter where his kid was that came out of a bush. I it doesn't one, make any I had, sense. He landed back where he took off. He's the, the Maxwell Lord, his kid, and this is the way I interpreted it, is right outside of the White House, which is where, or right outside of his location see i didn't get that you read more of this movie and that's why i'm in the office that he was in right outside of there so he landed right there and that's where i'm gonna let you talk hold on i had one note because i said uh doesn't count when when kristen wig turns into cheetah my note was literally is this cats because that's angelical cat (laughs) (laughs) no i i i liked the idea of what they were trying to say it's just the to and in like, that regard, but so in that regard, like think about DC movies, right? And so like even Marvel movies. Marvel movies very rarely have like a deeper theme. Mm-hmm. But like you got to think, like, this movie had the, a message. It's just the message was literally Gal Gadot talking to me. The solution to this movie is every single person in the world is is selfless that they're going to renounce their wish. There's not one dickhead that's like, I want my wish. But but one person, two people keeping the wish doesn't end the world. The idea that like, all right, the president, which I don't, is that supposed to be Reagan? Like, I don't really know what's going on with that. It is supposed to be Reagan. Like he renounces his wish, which like the, 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 the important people, the people who matter are renouncing their wishes. And then by them renouncing their wishes, all that little shit, if that guy fucking who wanted that lady in the fucking soup kitchen or wherever the fuck that was to to turn not he didn't renounce his wish and she dies that's not a fucking world changing event but ronald reagan saying all right yes. yeah you're right i fucked up i renounced my wish and now there's not nuclear weapons everywhere that's a bigger difference and so that's the thing it's just that idea that like 
the bigger people is is where it's important. Like, yeah, you're gonna get dealt a shit hand. You're everybody's gonna get dealt a shit hand, and I think that's kind of what the the message is. Diana Diana gets gets dealt a shit hand in Wonder Woman one. The the person that she loves dies, and she has him back, and she renounces it. She says, "All right, yes, this is absolutely this is what I want to have in life." that's not an option for me anymore it's not going to happen so i'm going to re- I, I renounce that because it's not what's meant to be and so i need to figure out how to live this world and be in this world without that being a thing and so that i think is the message and the idea and that's why i like maxwell lord this dude's at no point in the film ever is he a villain in my eyes, he's just a guy who's taking advantage of the situation that he's he's, in. he's kind of any like if if you got a little bit of power, you you would abuse the shit. But he's out not of like him. I want to rule the world. He's just I want to be. <laughs> wait, 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 change it. <laughs> if you're I got, a senator, if, if yeah, I get, you're a senator. You're a senator. If I get the amount of power that he has, absolutely, I'm going to abuse that power. It's going to be the whole Joe Dirt thing. You show me those boobies. Show me them boobies. <laughs> yeah, but so the all right. So I agree with you, but the idea that he, with all that power, says, "All right, where's my son?" Right, like this, this, this is fine. And then when he talks to his son, he's like, "Listen," he 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 swaps from being, "I'm going to make you proud of me," to be like, "You don't ever have to worry about me being there for you." And it's what I said earlier. Like, it's, it's more, it's not about, like, him. He wants to be a good, like, he wants his son to be proud of him. But in, the, in, in reality, he just needs to be a good father. And so, like, that, the message in this movie is a really good message, a really strong message that just falls flat because of the flaws in the film. Yeah. Uh, this might be the first time that Bob has liked, is it fair to say, liked the movie? I think I've found more problems with the movie than any of you. It's just Bob, I, I think Bob I, just understood the movie the most. I, I, yeah, yeah, I think that's the best more. way to put it. I think I understood what was happening more so, than anybody else. And so, part of that, in his defense, and I'm a big fan of of him as a human being and Gal Gadot as well, is the fact that prior to watching the film, their both of their Twitter accounts. I'm just seeing like what they're retweeting and things like that. And it's like this, like they, the message was like always being, so I'm I was watching the film looking for that message. So you're saying, you're saying good good message, poor execution. Uh, DC at its finest. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The movie needed like one more rewrite, I think. Like, yeah. Good good message. What did I say? Three to five lazy aspects i would agree i would agree that it's it's three or four three or five good scenes away scenes away from being a good movie and it's it's upsetting because this team put together a fantastic first film and you want to see a great you want to see an even better second film wait was this the same director as the first movie yeah, yeah. she actually wrote it with jeff johns she who, wrote it that's the problem jeff johns has done the best green lantern but he does not do the best i don't know i don't know DC that i like stuff. i don't know that i like jeff johns doing wonder woman yeah his Batman's terrible, um, but anyway, I think I would. Yeah, who um, fuck, who just wrote? Duke. Who did Year One for Wonder Earth Woman? One for Wonder Woman? Year One Wonder Woman was um, because I read, I, I own it. I read it. It's downstairs. It's um, he he's a really good Wonder Woman writer. I can't he fucking did. think of his name. I would have rather him have written this. And that's where I think Jeff Johns kind of fucks DC. 
Jeff Johns thinks he understands every DC carrier character in and out, and he doesn't necessarily do that. He's a very good DC. He's a very good comic book writer. But Grant, it's Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison did Wonder Woman Year One. Because Wonder Woman Earth Year One was very good. Year One. So Jeff Johns does a lot of really good. Greg Rucka. Oh, he Who, had a good. My record. understanding he, is Greg Rucka is one of the better present day yes, Wonder Woman writers. I've read some Wonder Woman. I'm not like a huge Wonder Woman reader. So, like, I, all right. So, like Jeff Johns has never written Wonder Woman. No, he should not be part Say, of. Say, and you know all these fucking writers. You worked at DC as long. Say, hey, somebody help come write help write this film. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have a good understanding of this character. So Greg Rucka did wrote you do Justice League. Jeff, Jeff Johns. Johns. Didn't he do the, new, think the so. new 52? So Greg Rucker did the new 52 for Wonder Woman. No, no, no. I'm saying, I think, new, didn't new, Jeff Johns do the new 52 Justice League? I wow. think so. I think yes, that's he I read, yes, I read the did. new 52 Justice he League. Did. And it's very good. He did. Yeah, but that's not a, that's not a character that's, yeah. focus. You know but, what I mean? But like, also, a, a good friend of ours pointed out that Jeff Johns wrote Justice League or Batman and like the, within the first five issues. Bruce Wayne revealed that he was Batman to like four or five people, which he does not do. So he does not understand all the DC characters, but he has a good I like Jeff Johns running this DC universe, but also you have to understand when you need to delegate and when you don't. Don't tell me. Tell the fans. Well, they won't fucking tweet me. (laughs) (laughs) So... I, I just want to wrap this up kind of quickly because oh, wait, we before, do have some more we have to we want to talk about. Yeah, we do. There's two things though. Did they reshoot for the Christmas scene? I think so because that's my that's my that's my highlight. That's what I want to end on. Okay. Well, the Linda Carter thing is bigger. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I did. I thought that was awesome. I thought it was cool. I thought but it was she corny. showed up before. I thought it was good. But she's like, yeah. I've been doing this a while. But but like, she's hysteria. She's she's the first. Wonder Woman. And that's what Asteria is, is technically the first Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, liked I, I thought, thought it, was it was cool. Awesome. I thought it was awesome, but it's like, it, it, I don't want to say awesome, but I thought it was cool, but it's not something that I, I, I really have anything to Have you ever watched like, the Wonder Woman show? No, and that's what this movie it's reminds me a lot almost of. as corny as this movie. So, it's from the 80s. Anyway, it's I want to jump, no, I wanna it's, jump it's to the show. end. <laughs> I want to jump to the end of the movie. I said it was a boring ending and mm-hmm. a lame Christmas ending because the movie came out on Christmas Day that I felt that they filmed intentionally with IMAX cameras. Note, IMAX cameras for this Christmas scene that could take place, looks like it takes place in modern day with the Hallmark man showing up. I thought it was very lame, and I did not like it at all. Um, what did you guys think? At that point, I was pretty checked out, and I, I was just the, so bored. I liked that the guy was wearing the outfit. Yeah. Well, no, the second it was snowing, I was like, my all I thought about that entire scene was did they re- reshoot this? I I assume they did. I can't know for sure, but I assume they did. Marvel, what do you have to say about it? I have a giant problem <laughs> with that scene and the entire plot of him being Steve Trevor. Okay, let's talk about it now because here's your platform. <laughs> let's talk about it. So this movie needs buddy. to be canceled because Ooh. she raped. This guy, he had no control. That's not true. That's not. She raped. I mean, his, she raped his person, but his mind was. He had. She had consent. I don't. She raped this guy. We don't know if this guy was married. He could have been a relationship. He could be gay. At the end of the movie, he doesn't even hit on Diana, which implies that he would. He doesn't not give have her had, his number, which is weird. Yeah, he would not have had. He actually has to be like, hey. Yeah, he's just like, all right, see you later. If she talked to me for thirteen seconds. I'd be like, would you like to have my children? <laughs> 
She could be like, hey, you, she's like, hey, you dropped your wallet. I'm like, oh, in that case, while I'm on my one knee. So, Marvel, (laughs) you make a really good point. Uh, There's something that we didn't think about. I didn't think about. Cancel it. Until we talked about that. This, Steve Trevor presumes the identity of this man based on this. Handsome man. Handsome man. Handsome man. Handsome man. (laughs) The identity of handsome man. He presumes it. And at that point on, Steve Trevor is in control of that body. Or Wonder Woman mentally is somehow controlling that. But I, I don't really, really know how it works. And you're right that <laughs> she takes advantage of a situation that maybe she shouldn't have. And, and that and man, that man acted man, against his will. Yeah, they put him in mortal peril. Like he's Wait, we, we don't around. know that they had sex, for the record. They did. No, they we don't know. They did. You would. I would. We all would. Come on. We let's just know. be honest here. We don't we know. Well, you're, saying, you're saying you would have sex with Chris Pine? I would I would take my pants right. off and take him to legitimately close my eyes, say Gal Gadot's on one side of the room, Chris Pine's on the other. I'm not unhappy with the solution. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they uproot this guy's life. Like they bring him to our country. He's jumping off truck and shot at like this. You don't know. I just don't. I I also hate the cliche. I really do. A bunch of movies do this, where you see another person in that body. And in the mirror, be- and that's it, it. And it, yeah, and it becomes that person. Like I'd rather, personally, it probably would have been better. It all goes back if it to wasn't the Steve if, Trevor thing being lazy. If it wasn't Chris yes. Pine seeing this guy act like Chris Pine, would have probably been more enjoyable for me. Even though I do love Just Chris have Pine. Have her say, "I wish." What did she? What, did she, what was the wish? I don't remember. What, oh, you don't, she, she never says it out loud. So wishes. all right. So I wish that Steve was back. Have Steve show up. And it's just Steve. Yeah. It doesn't have to no be somebody. Him in another body doesn't raise a problem for them. It's not like she's having this existential crisis where she's like, well, you can't be in this body. Like, they kind of gloss over it. They're like, all right, you're in another body. Like, he it's looks not, at himself in the mirror and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty handsome. Yeah, it's not a driving he is plot. handsome guy. But like, why well, have to, you have to die because you can't be in this guy's body. Instead, it's you have to die because you can't be I need here. my superpowers. But no, but so oh yeah, we didn't part, even talk but about that, that part of it. I get right because she has to give up what she has. You have to die because you shouldn't be here. Is what it is. Though. But he could have been that without being in this other guy's body. That's what I'm saying. So you yeah. just bring Steve Trevor back. Yeah. There's no point. I wish that Steve yeah, Trevor be- came back. All right, Steve be- Trevor shows up. Boom. Because Gala, she turns a corner. Steve Trevor's there. Because yeah. if, hey, baby, if, if I'm this, back. If this stone... <laughs> back, baby. <laughs> if, if this stone can make anything happen, this shouldn't be yeah. like a, like... Uh, it makes nukes. It makes nukes one. appear and disappear. But he, and when she has to say, I have to give you up, then he just what? Like, he fucking says whatever he says, which he's not even on camera for, which is weird to yeah. me. I'll always be there. And he just, like, disintegrates. So, yeah. We had opinions about this movie, and so did other people. It's time for an IMD five star. Just kidding. That's not my bit. We I completely stop, stole that. Stop ripping off. How uh, how's it get made? Uh, all right. Yeah. So bef- <laughs> we've all had our problems with this movie, guys. and I they feel do, they do uh, second opinions. And I like feel like reviews. I feel like if I don't cut this off now, it's going to go on forever. So I'm going to cut it off because I feel like we've talked about the main points of this movie and Marvel. What's your closing thoughts on Wonder Woman 1984? Um, I give it a ten. Because it's free. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) That's the greatest rating I think I've ever heard. It was free. 
I, I watched it. It was two hours. And Wait, did you know it goes? All right, so for the record, Wonder Woman 1984 is free on HBO Max until January 24th. Yeah, well, it's free for you for 14 days if you find out how to win uh, HBO uh, Max trial because nobody, ha- nobody has – I put out a fucking Doolittle thing the other day. I saw that. Nobody responded? Uh, we had a, my dad's not on Twitter. Yeah, no, you uh, your, dad, your dad's going to be at the home. <laughs> he thinks it's fun. Your dad's going to be having a full – a full 14 days. Do a little on it. HBO Max. It is on HBO Max. My dad. All right. It's a fun story about my dad. So uh, the other day we rearranged a room in my house uh, so that my dad. Can, I fucking love your dad. So, so do I. So my dad's struggling from COVID stuff. Welcome to 2021, I guess. Uh, and so we rearranged the one room in my house so that there's a treadmill right in front of a TV so that he can walk on the treadmill, kind of get his lung like yeah. capacity back. And I go and I said, "Yeah, all right." And he's huffing and puffing. He's like walking. He goes, yeah, I was trying to watch Wonder Woman, but your Disney Plus isn't set up. <laughs> and I said, you're so fucking off base. <laughs> I go, it's on HBO Max. He goes, well, is that set up? I said, that's literally the only thing set up on this fire stick is HBO Max. So at some point soon, my dad will watch Wonder Woman. My dad loves superhero movies. Uh, he doesn't get any of it. We should. But, um, I love yeah. the fact that your dad is so into Hallmark, but he just doesn't get superhero movies. He likes them because, because he'll love this. Well, much, Bob is very much like me. I make sure that I, so I, the reason I waited for Wonder Woman is because I watch everyone with my dad. Bob used to buy. Yeah, my dad doesn't go to movie theaters. Yeah, so Bob I, used to buy the movies on DVD. Yeah, I would buy. So his dad could my watch My dad them. wanted to watch them. So I, I started, like, we started, like, like I think Bob Iron Man had, came on FX. Bob had a Blu-ray player. And instead of buy, he purposely bought DVD so his dad could watch it on his portable DVD. My player, dad wanted right? to watch it yeah, because my mom wouldn't watch him, so my dad would watch him like in his chair, <laughs> like 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 you would like like he was on a flight to fucking Dubai. So so this is this is we we trash these movies and and sometimes and we and we glorify them, but this is the main point of these movies. That's what they're for. Is that you connect I with people? Them. We connect. They're not. They're, the main point is not so Bob spends his money on them, but it's because we connect. Yeah. We can. It's a way for all of us to connect. If it wasn't for superheroes, I would not know Marvel. Mm-hmm. I would not know Marvel if it the wasn't person. for superheroes. You know, <laughs> it's all true. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the it, it's so all true. The Jedi. You go is back. To, you go back to it's. It, it goes back to Iron Man. It goes back to Stan Lee. R.I.P. It does go back to Stan Lee, but it goes back to like because, frankly. Marvel, I love you, but like Spider Man, one, two, three, Dark Knight, all that stuff. I still wasn't buying comics. It goes back to Iron Man and the, like the, the MCU is what brings RP into the comic book shop. It brings me into the comic book shop. That's where we meet, and then so on and so forth. This is why we know each other is because of these movies. So we're gonna close it out. All right, Marvel, you said yes because it's free. Shane, would free. you recommend this movie? I don't know. I, I I didn't hate it, but I didn't like thoroughly enjoy it. If you all right, so if you saw this opening night, which is a normal scenario for us, I would have think been, that would have interpreted. Do you think that would have changed how you felt about if it? If I saw it opening night, I still would have been disappointed. But do you think you would have hated it as much, or did you go into it thinking it was going to be bad, and that adjusted how you were going to look at it? No, like I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be bad. I just didn't think it was anything special. I don't know. I, do you I know what's sad? It. Do you know what's actually really sad though? So as far as DC movies go, this is still like of of like DCU. This might be it, it might be number two. Still one of the better ones. It might be it best. might be Wonder Woman and then this. Shazam. Shazam. You're right. Yeah, Shazam it's it's, it's probably three, 
it's maybe absolutely four. top five. Like, oh, one hundred thousand. Yeah, trying. easy top five. Which is sad. That's the thing, uh, Bob. This is you're kind of continuing. Would you recommend this movie? Give it a shot. Give it a shot. If it's you, free. If, if you have HBO, if you don't, tweet me. Well, yeah, we'll hook Not you up. Dramatic. We'll hook you up. Let us know. Yeah, tweet us. Especially in Belgium. But like, watch it with an open mind as well. People are people are shitting on it because people want it to be something. They want it to be Wonder Woman. And that's another thing with superhero movies. Like you want this to be a fucking certain type of thing. And there's going to be scenes like, like I like specifically, this isn't the biggest moment in the movie, but that classical music thing fucked my day up. And Marvel said the same thing. Like it, it, I was like, why is this the music that's playing right now? So I would not recommend this movie. I, I thought it was very cheesy. I thought if you're going to get your fill of DC cheesiness, aside to being free, like if you got, we're in, uh, to be honest, we're in 2020, we're in 2021, everything you need to watch. We're looking for new shit. Watch it. It's fucking Wonder Woman movie. It's better than, uh, I don't fucking know other shit that's been, that's been out. But in terms of, in terms of my caliber, if I'm going to watch it again, it's a Wonder Woman movie. If I want my cheesiness, I'm going to go to DC, the CW for DC. With that logic, though, like I was actively playing my PlayStation, and I had to stop for a day to watch this movie, and I was not happy about it because I have like four hours to chill before I have to go to work. Because he needs to sleep for he's twelve. Got, he's trying to get some stimmy. I work. I'm trying to get you the two thousand dollars. You're welcome. No. I work. I'm a senator. Spoiler alert! He um, were, he's Mitch McConnell's boy. <laughs> I have like a few hours to chill before I got to go to work, and I wanted to play my PlayStation, and instead I watched this movie, and I was not happy about it. All right, so, so last I would time not I recommend checked, it. I woke up early today, actually, to watch last the time movie I, I had other things to do. But I didn't think I didn't look at his wasted time. If that makes sense. So last time I checked, it was my turn to talk. <laughs> Nobody gives uh, a uh, fuck about you. <laughs> What's he saying? If you What's had, he doing? if you had uh, HBO Max and you watch this movie for free, that's good. But I would not recommend it. Why is he was Because it's not really great. And uh, it's trying to get out. Like, what are you Wonder Woman fans. Uh, out there because it's definitely a step down from the first Wonder Woman but but it isn't a Wonder Woman film and it's just the epitome of of DC films of how this is gone so if you feel like wasting two hours and a half of your life go ahead watch it but if you don't um, yeah this movie sucked it stunk and uh, it was boring it was real fucking boring and, he did uh, say things. That's all I have to say. Uh, I wish they would have executed things better because I've seen CW shows do this shit better on the Flash. Um, but if you have HBO Max and you're bored, just watch it for free. All right, uh, that's that's my take on it. So, so what do you think? Well, so Soul came out on Christmas as well. So also Soul came out on Disney Plus as well. Um, I don't I don't have anything to say. I, I enjoyed Soul a lot. I will tell you what I have to say about Soul. It's not on this piece of paper. That's embarrassing. <laughs> you keep flipping that piece of paper and it's nothing. Yeah, what's well, on the other side? Is that a Home Depot? Like or something? No, it's an invoice from work. <laughs> a piece of paper with nothing. I genuinely thought you were super upset that you started whispering, and that was very funny. And I was like, all right, I don't think this is that bad. Well, 
No, it's better. I'm, this is the last episode of the podcast. He <laughs> carried that for so long. The thing so is, I could hear, I could hear it perfectly. So Marvel, I think Marvel, you could hear that pretty well. I heard, every, I heard every word you said, actually. So the but also, like, hear it. you, you made me drink a fourteen percent thing, and I expected was, me to be super nice the whole time. I was so upset. I thought it's only a matter of time until I got Disney Pixar's Soul. Uh, I don't have the synopsis loaded. Make it up, make it up, make it up. We own Disney. You can be wait, wait, you want here, it to be. Before I get to that, one of these one of these reviews for Wonder Woman. Ignore the two star reviews. People giving this movie one and two star reviews are being ridiculous. Sure, it's nothing like the first movie, but it's a beautiful, beautifully done sequel nonetheless. Of course, it isn't perfect. I could do without the excessive CGI and the writing wasn't particularly strong in some aspects <laughs> wait, of the wait, film. Yeah, I like this guy's like all is the back the back. Five star review. This no, is no, a five no. star. It's a it's ten a star. It's a ten star out of ten. Oh wait, so people were giving it a two or three out of ten? Yeah, yeah. So he said, wait, having 10, out of ten, it's not perfect. So ten out of ten. So he said, what? having said that, the acting, the costumes, and the beautiful movie colors made this movie, made the perfect Christmas movie. I really hope people go to see this in theaters. I'd give this film a solid 7 out of 10, but he give it 10 out of 10. <laughs> Wait, so for you, it's right, very so. enjoyable and a fairly lighthearted. I like, I look forward to the next one. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot is a goddess. Wait, so we weren't allowed to hear what you just said because it was whispered because I hurt your feelings. But would, what would you rank this in 10 out of 10 stars? You're not a one and a half, two star guy. Six and a half. Okay. I was going to say, like, yeah, one, like one and a half, two stars is fucking like, five, you've that's, never that's seen a bad low, movie at that yeah. point. It's not that, because it holds your interest for a like, little that's bit. That's what I'm yeah. saying. No, two, one two or, two or two three stars terrible. is like, this is the worst I'll tell you. That's I'll like tell watching you, somebody jerk off in like a. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and give that 10 stars. Ladies and gentlemen. It's like a, it's, he doesn't come. He just rims, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. I will tell you what is a what is a eight or nine or even ten star film. Disney Pixar Soul. I give Soul. There you go. There's the segue. I enjoyed Soul very much. Marvel did not. I gave Soul an eight and a half. I enjoyed Soul so much that I had a half hour left and I had to go to work. And he listened to jazz music. I kept watching Disney Plus on my phone as I drove to work. Wow! What you watch? I wasn't watching. I was listening to it. Your taxes at work. I was just listening. What though? My phone. He was listening to jazz. Soul. I connected like the credits. Like what? what I connected the phone to my to my car and I was just listening to it. And I was like, I want to keep watching this. And like every five seconds, I would I would peek at it. Was it Soul? Oh, so you didn't actually watch Soul. You kind of watched Soul. You were in and out of Soul. I thought when you were saying like, oh, yeah, this, like, like Soul was over and I kept so, Disney Plus on. So, no, no, so, no, no. I had to go to work. Yeah, so, so you I were – 30 minutes left of Soul. Hey, Bob, so he okay. does what he does. Oh, so that's good too. Yeah, so you were also – you were driving dangerously on your way to being paid by taxpayers. <laughs> so, Bob, he was – But also enjoying the film. Which is what we're so – I, I, last time I checked, previously recorded, we're not here for politics. As What would you say? He oh, probably – You did it. You all did it. So he probably half-assed watched the movie, you would say, right? Last half hour. Last half like, hour. Like, a deep. You should probably Dude, pay attention. I had to go to work, and I was – Like committed. he does with no, no, the no, no, podcast, no, no, no. he half-asses no, it. No, 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 no. Fuck you. I was fully invested in this movie. God. I had to go to work. <laughs> and I wanted to finish the movie. Batman. I watched Soul after Wonder Woman. All right. So back to back movie. That's a rough. That's a rough. This podcast. The whole couch is shaking. He's so upset. 
<laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's a rough sequence as well. Ladies and well, gentlemen, are, and as much as I compared to I Wonder just, Woman, I just argued how good was Oscar worth. I just argued how good Wonder Woman '84 was for how long, and I just said like, yeah. In hindsight, if you did Wonder Woman and then eighty and then Soul, that was a mistake. You should have done Soul first. So, Soul compared to Wonder Woman is Oscar worthy. So, so Marvel, what did you think of Soul? We all liked it when you. I so I did not not like it. I just I think I need to give it our chance. I think that's it. I uh, go ahead, it, was just, it was beautiful. It was like visually really well done. Everything I thought was good. I just. I think it was just heady. Like I, I might have well, not. It was heady Marvel, because right? I can't see any child that's the wanting thing. to watch this movie. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't go into the film thinking like, and usually you do with a Pixar movie, going like, "All right, this is for kids." You know what I mean? This movie, I just wanted. I was like, "I'm just gonna watch this movie." Like that's end of story. I'm just gonna watch the movie. It kind of was geared towards when, adults. When you like, think, when you think about it, exactly. It's, it's like this all, guy all, with a super sad life that pigs. turns his life around. It's like that's that's geared towards adults. All, it's, all like pigs. A, it's like a guy that gets a job with, as a senator. It's like a guy that's an an accountant and his job is super boring. And I just, love my job. <laughs> I love my job. I would not walk. I would not walk over a uh, uh, a hole in the middle of the street and fall through. <laughs> But so, like, every, oh, not every, every Pixar movie has aspects <laughs> that are like adult worthy, for lack of a better phrase. Soul, I think, is legitimately one hundred percent for adults, an yes. adult movie. It's it's the first one that doesn't feel like it's the, no kid would understand this to children. All right, all. so if you're still here for the podcast and you made it through our <laughs> Wonder Woman talk. You probably can take from our soul discussion that it's a really good film. It is. And we highly recommend, recommend it. it. And it's free. And it's free. <laughs> That's not free. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It's free if Bob is you paying pay for, for Disney+. Plus. We got to pay for HBO it's, Max, too. It's free. Just, you have HBO with your cable Listen, provider. Just, which is, message yeah, me. HBO is more expensive I'll than give Disney you Plus. Bob's login, and then you can provider? watch Soul. Yeah, HBO is $20 a month. Uh, regardless like you can't get it for free or anything like that anymore no it's not free i don't know i don't pay my own cable thanks dad no <laughs> you're welcome i pay for my hbo max and all the other shit so <laughs> bob, hbo max is more expensive than disney plus bob pays for my disney plus thanks dad all right so i think that pretty much wraps up pixar soul and uh <laughs> what a great conversation what a great conversation but this is de- something that could definitely be delved into in a in a uh in a mini possibly, episode maybe possibly a disney better than last time March Madness bracket. Uh, yes, very much so. Definitely something, definitely better audio quality too. Um, that's all I kind of got to say here. Uh, Marvel, do you have anything to add before we go? Uh, no. Yeah, me either. <laughs> um, we, we All we have to say is we recommend Soul over Wonder Woman. Thank you for yes. listening if you made it this far. Like I always say every episode, because there was a lot to say about Wonder Woman 1984, and I guarantee you half of you probably haven't even watched the film um, because it's not that's, good. I know. I know uh, Bob's brother definitely hasn't watched it. But the biggest he's still thing about listening to the episode. Thanks, Brian. The biggest thing about Wonder Woman, it's boring. That's my thing. Yeah, that's my thing. It's boring. It's boring and lazy. It's lazy. So uh, that's all we got to add here, boys. Right? Nothing else to add. Uh, I finished the Four Loco Sour Apple. I have very bad heartburn. Oh God, that's <laughs> not good. Thumbs on the way. All right. Uh, anything to plug before we go? PlayStation, uh, get a PlayStation Five. They're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Easy, easy as pie. Yeah. Uh, Good I luck. I actually haven't started, but Cobra Kai season three. Yeah. On Netflix now. Uh, I am currently watching Vikings, going hand in hand with playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, 
really, really good show. If you like Game of Thrones, check it out. It's the same type of feel. Uh, really good show. It's on Amazon Prime. It was on the History Channel, but now it's on Amazon I think Prime. It's, on it's over. It was on Hulu originally, wasn't it? Is it no. no, it was now? History. It was the History Channel, and then Amazon Prime. It might have been on Hulu at it some w- point. It was on Hulu, but is yeah, it on yeah, Amazon Prime? Prime. It's, it's on Prime. Really, I'll check it out. It's really good. Also, for the uh, local – Assassin's Creed Valhalla, very good, too. Lo- local sports fans, uh, Namdi Asamoa is in a film on Amazon Prime. Something Sylvie, being Sylvie, yeah, catching if you Sylvie. Live, if you're a Raiders or an Eagles fan, that's where to check it out. Yeah, he was a Broadway actor as well, so apparently he's pretty good. And it's him and – what's her name? She was Valkyrie. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Thompson. All right, and Marvel, anything to plug before we end the episode? Supernatural. Supernatural. Fifteen years, it's over. We're plugging it. Check All right, it so the spinoff. We're gonna plug it for fifteen years. Marvel and uh, <laughs> if we do this podcast for fifteen years, I'll be amazed. Um, Marvel and Shane uh, podcast, supernatural, supernatural podcast. podcast coming at the end of the year. I'm still on season one of fifteen, so don't. Oh, yeah, don't count. End of the year. End of the year. You got. You got to do. You got to bang out like one and a half a month. It's a long. It's a long time. Most. It only took me. Uh, it only took me one year to watch four seasons of Sopranos. So. <laughs> right, technically, guys. I watched three. I'm on season four, episode two. <laughs> all right, guys, we enjoyed this movie. I mean, well, some of I enjoyed, enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed all. I the enjoyed the movie. Today. And and Marvel enjoyed the movie. And to me, it was in these times of 2020, it was an escape. But in terms of what a, a Wonder Woman sequel, I was very disappointed. Um, but we had our opinions. You can have yours. And if you haven't seen the film yet, uh, reach out to previously recorded on Twitter and just say, just fucking tweet us Wonder Woman 1984, and I will give you the 14-day subscription DC, to HBO Max. DC fanboy. Come on, Belgium. Come for Bob. Yeah, come for Bob. And Belgium, come through. Belgium, uh, please, we're begging you. Please reach out. We all right, guys. We want to talk to you. We want to talk to Shane's getting really aggressive. I want to meet Belgium. Um, all right, uh, and look for our Star Wars podcast next, maybe in two to three weeks. All right, uh, happy new year. Uh, previously recorded. What I want, you got, but it might be hard to handle. Well, I